Hey everyone, this is Deadbeat Hero. Welcome to another episode of Arcade Podcast. Um, I hope you have enjoyed the episode so far and you have subscribed to us on iTunes or Podbean or Spotify, wherever you like to listen to your podcast. I hope you have subscribed to us so you won't miss another episode. And today's episode, we have a very special guest, a good friend of mine, which I'm happy to say is a good friend of mine, um, Michael Hacka. Um, Michael is a great illustrator. Uh, he makes really funny comics like El Herpes or Steroid Max. If you haven't heard of them, please check them out. Um, we also talk about his other projects um, like Pizzeria Disgusto. We talk a little bit about Isolation Camp and, you know, a little bit of other things about working in the art business and also when you need to take a break from art, what he does to get his mind off of it, different routines he does. And uh, I, I think it's a really great conversation. We had a lot of fun um, talking, and um, I hope you also enjoy it. So, enough of me talking and babbling on. Let's start the episode. It's really a pleasure to have you here. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm a little bit nervous, but you promised that you will cut out all my ass and mms, so... Yes, exactly. So it's going to be flawless the whole time. There's going to be no... If you mispronounce something, I'm just going to cut it to where it sounds pronounced correctly. <laughs> or you, you, you pronounce it right. I'll pronounce it and dub over you. <laughs> <laughs> now it's going to be fine. It's no problem. <coughs> cool. So how are you doing, man? How's everything? Um, fine, actually, yeah. Um, That's about as good as we can ask for at yeah. this time. Yeah, of course, strange times, yeah. but that concerns everybody, so everybody, uh, yeah. I can't complain. Um, but you, um, you recently got married, no? Yeah, I did, I did, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Congratulations. Yeah, exciting times. <laughs> in it's a funny, lot of I ways. also got married this year. It's like, I know. Corona be damned. We fucking do it anyway. <coughs> yeah, without a big party, but... Um, How was it, like, without a party? I mean, did you miss... Did you... I guess you couldn't miss anything because you didn't have a big party, but uh, did you feel like you were missing out on something? Or was it just really comfortable? Um, first, uh, first, I thought we will miss out, but then it was really... Um, actually, it was really nice because you can... You could concentrate and talk to every guest because yeah. you were limited to ten people. So uh, you had time. You could sp sp spend time with everybody, and yeah. that was actually pretty pretty nice. Yeah. How many people were on at your wedding? Ten. And <laughs> yes, perfect. <laughs> that was the max. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And you did the whole service and everything. It was a, was it like was it a like a traditional wedding or did you do it on horseback or did you go in the Riesenrad? Ah, the reason. Yeah, you had told me about this. Mm -hmm. Can you in explain this to people who might not know <laughs> what that it's, is? It's uh, the Prater is a big amusement park in Vienna, and there is a big old Ferris wheel, mm -hmm. and you can actually rent out a cabin, uh, a wagon. Yeah, uh, and that's that's what we did. So that was also perfect for ten people, uh, and you uh, more or less uh, speak the words on top of the of the wheel ah okay so it's uh, yeah okay yeah yeah, <coughs> yeah and so then you and we call uh, that like a ferris wheel yeah the yeah, ferris, a wheel, ferris yeah. wheel yeah mm -hmm. and then you 
you just get some extra extra rounds and uh, get some sparkling wine. And nice. So uh, when you're at the top, when you can see all of Vienna, and then that's where you... That's where you that's speak the wow. Uh, so that's where you, s you sign your life away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> cool. That sounds really romantic, actually. Is this how you always pictured it to be? Or was there another idea before? Um, no, like... Probably a bigger crowd and a big more like a party. Mm -hmm. um, but this, I think, this was the perfect solution for during Corona, and it would have been the perfect solution for uh, any other years. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm you have to adapt and overcome, I guess. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's so easy. Cool. And is your wife? Is she also a, an artist, or what kind of work does she does? Do? Um, um, she's she's she is an art historian, or she teaches art and art history and design history. Mm -hmm. But she also um, ventured into osteopathy, so it's complete different field. Okay, okay. Um, but she does stuff like um, medieval um, lettering. Okay. Uh, like uh, typography or... Um, yeah, not calligraphy, but you know those painted letters. The old time, yeah, the ones that you see in, in all the old yeah. uh, medieval films and stuff like this. Yeah, so that's something she, she where she's actively drawing. Okay. Um, and what even inspired me for, for some of my work, uh, yeah. <laughs> cool. And so... Um, so speaking about your work, how would you describe like what what you do? Because you you do a little bit of everything. You do um, illustration design. You do comics. You do gig posters. You do a little bit of everything. Like if somebody was like, "What kind of art do you do?" What do you say? I mean, this is a the hardest and, and stupidest question ever. But <laughs> how do you, what do you no. say to that? No, I would mainly say I'm I'm drawing. Like, okay. Um, like illustrating. Yeah. Yeah. And and that my. I think what holds it all together, all these all these mediums you mentioned, is like humor. So I have a very humorous approach mm -hmm. in more or less everything I do. Yeah. Um, which doesn't mean that I don't make illustrations about serious topics, but it's there's hardly any illustration where there isn't some kind of humor. Yeah. Uh, uh, in it, yeah. Nice. And yeah. this, yeah, this is definitely definitely due to. Me being um, not raised by comics, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I read a lot of comics oh, when, okay. I, when I was a kid. So right. that's definitely uh, also a result of, of, of that. Is that why you got into drawing? Was it from comics? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I guess so. Same with me. It was kind of, the f uh, I don't know, the characters were making my own characters from, from poses of, you know, I'd, I'd see a Spider-Man pose and I'd draw it, but my own character... I think that's where my first introduction to it was. Is yeah, I, I, to be honest, I can't remember. Um, I was I was too small when my brothers got a big pile of comic books from from a neighbor as a present, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I wasn't able to read yet. But yeah. I think I got uh, really attracted by those pictures, and um, yeah, I, that that's one of the explanations I have, or that's the explanation I have why I started to draw at all. Yeah, um, because there wasn't anybody else drawing in my direct surrounding, so that's my my guess that it was these piles of comics. Yeah, yeah, cool. that I devoured. 
Did you, uh, so in your family, were there any other artists? Or uh, no, 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 no. So, but, but as far, uh, as, far as I re remember, I, I, I drew in kindergarten tons mm -hmm. of stuff. So it, it's definitely a part f uh, of my life. It was always there. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, brothers and sisters, do you, how many, do you have a bunch of siblings? Uh, or? Two older brothers. Okay, yeah. cool. But neither of them were, were artists. Drawing. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I, and and it, I d I don't know if uh, for me it's it's just a coincidence. I don't know if if that's true, but I yeah. see it as a this coincidence that I that you started drawing. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of just something in you just started doing it, and for no reason really. You just there yeah. was no influence besides comics. Yeah, that, that you can think of. Yeah, M maybe if that wouldn't have happened, my my attention would stick to something else. Yeah, that yeah. was drawn or some other kind of art mm -hmm. form but as this was available I, I yeah this got my attention yeah yeah do you do you remember making comics at a young age were you also always making kind of mini comics and stuff um no, not not that intensively but mm -hmm. i i did make some comics in school but um rather poor yeah <laughs> i mean <laughs> <Rather> <laughs> it's the first but comics and stuff i mean yeah. yeah i also tried to do one in high school and i i haven't seen it in years but i can picture it in my head and i could i cringe just picturing <laughs> what it will look like and mostly because i went to a comic con one year mm -hmm. and i was promoting a comic that i didn't draw but i wrote and ah, i didn't know that yeah this ah. was i was at um okay. in san diego comic con and mm -hmm. with some other guys we were part of this company called funcore comics mm -hmm. and we made this comic it was called soul scythe and it was about this kid who um who was the son of death and he had the scythe that could, um, he would come into the, the living world and take the dead from the living world who were trying to live among the living, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? So, and he had this scythe that could take it. And it was kind of a serious comic, you know? And I w had this story and I wrote it. And we were there promoting it, but on the side I was um, drawing my own comic, you know? Mm -hmm. And it was called Debut Hero, is what, what, where my name comes from. And uh, I didn't know. And I drew a, a short mini comic, a little ash can, like a little half comic. And I was at the Comic Con, and I went to go see one of my favorite comic artists, uh, Jim of Food. Do you know mm, Jim? Uh, Food? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was sitting there with uh, Dave Crossland, and big influences for me. And I always loved their work. I mean, their work kind of made me want to draw, you know, because it was just so expressionistic, kind of like jazz in a way. Especially Jim of Food, it was yeah. kind of wasn't so it wasn't so perfect, but it wasn't meant to be perfect. It was kind of just yeah, it was perfectly perfect, I guess. Perfectly loose. Yeah, exactly. It was loose, but it was it was formed like jazz in mm -hmm. a way. That's mm -hmm. how I pictured it. And um I gave him I gave him both one of my comics and um and now thinking back I was like, Man, that comic was really bad. Like and he must have thought like, Man, this guy is <laughs> trying to pawn off their comics to me, but yeah. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> I met them years later because I brought them to Texas for an art slam, mm -hmm. and I got to. But I never brought the comic. <laughs> 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 but what was your first comic that you made, like uh, officially, like uh, self-published? I guess. Um, yeah, um, like so far, I only self-published my comics, mm -hmm. and it's not my main focus, but uh, it's still a vital part that I want to have. So mm -hmm. I always try to make time for my comic projects mm -hmm. uh, and um, the first comic was like uh, ah 
No, the first comic was actually published by the uh, people at Cabinet in Museums Quartier. Uh, ah, it's okay. It's, right. it's a, a publisher in Vienna that um, has that distributes their comics from different artists in a automat in a yeah, yeah. machine. Yeah, yeah, I've seen this there. Yeah, so that was my first comic that was published as far as I, I remember and one month later I guess I did a self-published like a small anthology of wordless comics okay um, yeah, yeah short wordless comics cool. um, exactly and and yeah since then this yeah this is almost 10 years ago I uh, it's, it's <laughs> it sounds really bad because I only published four or five uh, comics since then so that's that's not that much uh, but, but that's not bad I mean still it you can see from looking at your comics it's like you can see there's a lot of thought and 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 detail that's put into it, all the comics so it's not like you're just like pumping them out like you could tell there's a lot of thought behind it you know so yeah I but guess it's more quality over quantity yeah but way. that's that's something like I, I struggle with honestly mm -hmm. because like I feel very comfortable when it comes to illustration and I'm very <coughs> because I've I've been doing it for um, ten years now, yeah. professionally. So I'm I'm very comfortably, and I know I know the process very well. Mm -hmm. Of course, there are some surprises. Sometimes it takes longer than expected, but yeah. altogether, no. I'm yeah. pretty. Yeah, I'm 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 prepared. And but when it comes to comics, there is I should get much looser. Uh, like <laughs> we talked before, and yeah. don't have so many details in it because otherwise I'm. Yeah, spending that's why too much time on yeah, it. Yeah, that's why only. <laughs> but I think there's people who really appreciate this. These, I mean, I appreciate the other details when I when I see them and stuff. And I think also for the wordless comics, I think you have to think a lot differently because it's all visual. Yeah, you have to be able to read it visually. It's really interesting. I think it it's not something that everyone can do. I think your mind is is very special in this way that you can kind of create this story without any words and you know just like a few hints and cues to what they're saying or what they could be saying but there's no exact words or phrase and it's still funny mm -hmm. you know without it being any words or jokes or like anything that's like really like written jokes you know what i mean it's more yeah I don't know. but it's really cool like that's 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 a challenge i really like um because like some some yeah as you said a joke would probably work in one sentence or even one or two words yeah and then you want to tell a joke without words mm -hmm. so you have to find a way around and and uh, your first impulse is like okay that doesn't work I need to I need to have dialogue here but then you you find a way around <laughs> and that's yeah. that's quite satisfying if you if and, yeah. and challenging um, yeah of course and I have. I have the other problem because now I, I did this year I released my first comic with dialogues mm -hmm. and I had such a hard time to not tell the story only with pictures but realizing that the dialogues are, uh, are also important yeah, <laughs> and, <laughs> in addition a vital part of it yeah. and uh, yeah it, it's cool. it this was hard harder for me <laughs> than telling it without words yeah so why did you decide to start doing it uh, with words? Was there a special reason? Why didn't you just do another wordless comic? Um, <coughs> because like it, I think it, I can give it much more depth, depth yeah. with it. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. It's just yeah, it's and it's a, it's a it's a part of the medium that I can use for yeah. my advantage and tell a more complex story 
because I'm, I'm, I'm sure that, that it limits you if you don't use dialogues. So I, I wanted to do this forever, but or for a long time, but mm -hmm. it, um, it's so funny because like I draw more or less every day, yeah. but I don't, I, I type emails and probably tweets, <laughs> but, but you, you lose this, this uh, you lose, um, I don't know, how to write texts and yeah, uh, yeah. That's, that's really the dialogue is yeah. yeah yeah and I still feel very not insecure but it 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 doesn't feel that natural to me yet but yeah. then I said okay just go for it yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah you have to do it I mean it's really cool I was um, looking through um, this one yeah, today the El Herpes El Herpes yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is there a second one that's coming out soon, or is it already out? Soon. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> actually, actually, I don't want yeah you to don't make any promises, <laughs> yeah, but it should be out in 2021. Because yeah. it's all in German, and you know, um, but I read it. I went through, and I, I found it very interesting to because I could understand, even though some of the words I didn't understand, I can still follow the story, mm -hmm. and understand ah, yeah. what's going through. So it's really cool, and I also found it very interesting all the like kind of winks and and nods to like the graffiti and street art culture in Vienna mm. you know which is also really cool and I don't know if a lot of people will pick up on it but if you're in the scene or if you know about the scene a little bit then you'll see a lot of like cool kind of easter eggs within the comic which is really really cool really awesome and I, I always appreciate like if other people or readers uh, or, or people who look at my my illustrations or posters uh discover uh yeah little history. inside jokes yeah. <laughs> because i i do them mainly for myself yeah uh but uh, yeah i appreciate if, yeah. if somebody points it out to it's me. really cool it's i think also when it, you can see the detail that you put into it because it's obviously y you could just have a blank wall you know yeah. nobody's going to be like oh there's something missing in this no it's just but when you add these uh these elements it really brings the world you know, together more. I think it, it makes it more rooted into. But then you, then you, then you um, s um, discover yourself sitting there and <laughs> thinking about ah, what name could my tag <laughs> be? <laughs> and it takes you 15 minutes to figure out the one s square centimeter. No, space, really, so. <laughs> I can't imagine. I could just think that you just you just do it and you're like, oh, maybe I'll just put this name, this one. And yeah, yeah. M most most of the time it's <laughs> yeah. like this, but sometimes <laughs> you're like, ah, there is a detail missing, and how could I fill this up? Yeah, um, but yeah, that. But it's cool. It's all kinds of little. So if you haven't picked it up, um, I would definitely recommend it, especially if you're in Vienna and you know the scene and stuff. It's really cool. And you have very good eyes. Yeah, and you have very good eyes. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, but also Steroid Max is really good. And uh, also the wordless comic. And it's cool. It doesn't matter what language you speak. You don't, you could just go through it. And it's, it's a pretty, th it's thicker, you know, than, than El Hope is, but it's, it doesn't feel longer. Like this, cause you're not having to read the dialogue. You're kind of just taking in the pictures and the detail. Just move to the next one. I, w I was thinking about, it's, it's a very simple story. And I was thinking about it a long time if I should do it because it's it's more or less I think an idea or a joke that could be told in <laughs> one <laughs> sentence <laughs> but I I prolonged it for 48 pages of <laughs> comic <laughs> of course I added yeah. stuff yeah, um, yeah I, 
I don't know <laughs> if it was worth half a year or <laughs> four months of work, but no, I'm 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 definitely happy. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, with it. <laughs> no, wh- how did you come up? How do you come up with your ideas? Or I guess what is your what is your process when you start a, a comic? Is it first the idea, or is it first like a name or a character? Um, with these tools, it was like with El Herpes, it was just a, a doodle in my sketchbook. Mm-hmm. But <coughs> 15 years ago, <laughs> <laughs> and and somehow the, this name El Herpes, it's it's so stupid, and it it I, it didn't I didn't lose interest in in this name and this character. And mm. during the re- years, a uh, kind of a story arc evolved around it. Mm-hmm. And, um, I wanted to make it my um, diploma thesis uh, topic. Okay. Uh, also 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so I had I had also uh, already a script for it a long time ago but Oh really? Yeah. Okay. So th- uh, I skipped I skipped the idea of making it my diploma thesis mm-hmm. uh, topic and so it took uh, another decade to <laughs> <laughs> for me to finish it yeah uh, but the idea itself was very spontaneous mm-hmm. the, the the initial idea yeah yeah sorry for no it's fine <laughs> you can snap you can crackle you okay. can pop <laughs> it's all good uh, the initial idea was very spontaneous as well as with steroid max it was very spontaneous joke mm-hmm. i had mm-hmm. um or idea and and but then the work starts to make it a story and to build the world around it yeah uh, but that's that's m- probably the same with illustration. Sometimes you have you have like literally under the shower you have this idea, mm-hmm. that the perfect idea, and yeah. sometimes it's just like this work. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a topic or whatever, and uh, you work on this idea. Um, yeah, so it's I can't tell you the, f- the exact process. Yeah, yeah, it's it's always a little bit different. Yeah, um, I could imagine. I yeah. think it's. Yeah, it's when you get this idea, this shower thoughts or whatever that you get, uh, yeah. uh, which I've had also. And it but you really have to keep, you have to keep on it. You know, you, it's really easy. As easy as it comes, it can also go. You have to have this fire in your ass or this kind of ambition to see it all the way through. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. yeah, and I think also with ideas, it um, can be very not mathematical about it, but sometimes you also can be scientific is the wrong word but like uh, like technical or yeah l- yeah like okay you you have like it's 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 a problem that has to be solved oh, okay yeah if, especially if it's about client work or a mm-hmm. job so or yeah. a project mm-hmm. you have a deadline for so you you can't wait till uh, the muse uh, is kissing you so yeah true yeah you yeah. kind of have to push through it and but also these kind of ideas can also be amazing yeah when you're forced into having to think of something different yeah 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 Yeah. at least you can just only hope you know (laughs) it's just like (laughs) i know exactly what you mean yeah and you're you're working on a comic now you were saying uh on the second part of el herpes okay um and it's also um yeah it's it's Mm. it's really satisfying to to um, there are so many uh, so many topics around this comic, uh, but <laughs> it's satisfying that you that you that you have an ish initial idea how the story will work. Yeah, but then you have to 
trust, and I, I'm not there yet, to trust that the uh, story evolves itself a little bit. Okay, yeah. Because during the process of doing and drawing the comic, mm -hmm. uh, ideas and turns of the story come along. Yeah. And uh, I think that's that's why I struggle with comic books because if if I do an illustration, I I almost know how it will look like in the end. Yeah. Um, yeah. I yeah. can't I can't have the same. Uh, with with a comic book that goes on for yeah you don't know where the end is going to be yeah you know? probably the end but not 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 every detail yeah in between yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i think the end is the, the most important i mean if you're trying to tell a story yeah <laughs> you know some kind <laughs> of ending i think that's where always been my problem it's like i could always I, I can have a cool idea for a character a cool idea for what the character does and why he does what he does but where does this go how did this end and and you really have to it takes a lot of mental power, <laughs> I think, to sit there and think it all out. A lot of coffees and late <laughs> nights. And yeah. But, yeah, that's really cool. Do you want to talk a little bit about the book and what it's uh, what it's about? Um, what it's about? Yeah. Yeah, it's... it's. Um, I wouldn't... Somehow I would call it a superhero comic, but it's not your classical superhero comic, yeah. although I chose the same format as American um, superhero mm -hmm. comic books. But it's about this food inspector. His daily routine is to uh, control, ha uh, how to say, safety. Yeah, safety he's checking like a health. He's checking the health code of restaurants. Yeah, and of stuff. restaurants yeah. And, yeah. and and kiosks and, and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but then he has this strange. I don't want to spoil too much, mm -hmm. but he has this strange uh, herpes power. <laughs> and he didn't realize he had. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't know. He yeah. doesn't know what 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 ha what is happening uh, with him and. Mm -hmm. But he has this kind of tentacle-like herpes <laughs> <laughs> coming from his lips, and this is his superpower, yeah. <laughs> which uh, is also a curse because he looks horrible <laughs> <laughs> with it. Uh, yeah, that's 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 the surrounding. Yeah, and the idea is that every time there is a special case of no. Uh, we have to cut it here yeah. because I, I'm spoiling too <laughs> no, much. No, that's, fine. that's fine. I think that's enough to, to be interested in, I yeah. think, for sure. Because uh, I think uh, the character I find very um, like very interesting because he's kind of also reminds me of, of Max, a uh, steroid Max a little bit, this kind of underdog. Mm -hmm. he's, yeah. He's just, he's not really taken seriously, not yeah. respected. Yeah, that's true. And, uh, and I find that really interesting. And I find that also, his in El Herpes, the the other characters are interesting, like his dog, and you see these guys that are hanging out in front of the the restaurant or whatever. These two guys, and are are they also going to be like continuing on in the story? Yeah, these like I, I have two characters, like um, side characters. Mm -hmm. They're they're uh, vital for the story mm -hmm. to push the f story forward, but they're also like. I love to I love word plays. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They're somehow my vessel for word plays. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I can I can I can put those word plays that come to my mind into their mouth. But so also with, um, I find it very interesting with uh, foodus. Like this, uh, <laughs> where did foodus come from? I know it's like this fictional um, supermarket in the in the this world that you created. Yeah, like I always like it when when, for example. A comic book when when uh, when things from the book parts of the book go uh, how to say not not come into the real life but yeah they're they're yeah I know what you mean um, they're um 
it's like they're they're part of the book but they're also like a fake reality in a way like yeah it's, it could be a parallel universe that this is actually a real thing yeah or like on the uh on the back cover of the book there is fake advertising yeah. <laughs> for like that looks that uh, is with um, phot photographic mock-ups yeah, so yeah it looks like a real a like real a real ad, ad yeah. yeah a real <laughs> ad but it's for the supermarket that's part of the um story so it's yeah. like duff beer from yeah. simpsons yeah, Suddenly yeah. you can buy it in a in a store and i i just like the fact that it kind of creeps into our world yeah our world a little yeah. bit yeah that's um, really cool and i probably i'm i like my first uh, summer jobs were I, I i spent oh not the first but i spent five summers uh, working in a dairy mm -hmm. and i i'm sure that influenced <laughs> me <laughs> here in vienna no no in Vorarlberg where oh, okay. i grew up oh yeah. okay yeah. i was there um this this year i was in Vorarlberg. Ah. very beautiful very very nice yeah it's far it's far from here <laughs> yeah. like six hours driving or yeah. something <laughs> had to go through another country to get there <laughs> and <laughs> it's in the s it's in austria i had to leave austria and then go back into austria again that's how that's far true. it is <laughs> i can't think of anywhere else where you have to like okay i'm gonna go to the other side of the country but i have to cut through this country just to get to the other side <laughs> yeah, but compared to the u.s it's still it's it's not yeah no that's like from i'm from san antonio from san antonio to to Dallas is like five hours yeah. or six hours. So yeah. that's like nothing, you know, but I mean, it's something, but it's still compared to, yeah, to driving from New York to California, for example, like forget about it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's, it's really nice there. Yeah. And when did you, so when did you move from Faderberg here? Like how did you grow up there till, to uh, yeah, till, till, till I studied, I started studying, um, graphic design and advertising in Vienna. So that was the reason I came to Vienna. Okay, so this this you were wanting to that, do that, but there, there wasn't any classes offered there. In, in yeah, Saturday. yeah, exactly. And I want to wanted to go to a university and not a private mm -hmm. school. So that that was the one of the few options uh, in Austria. Mm -hmm. um, so that's that's why I decided to come to Vienna. And, and, and you had friends here already in, in Vienna? No, no. Okay, so you came here just yeah lonely lonely michael yeah i know with my uh, former girlfriend oh okay here. yeah okay uh but i was i was very focused on on yeah on like like i probably i'm, I'm i was just lucky that this path was pretty obvious for me i, mm -hmm. I knew you want to do art or yeah. some design in a way although yeah. i did went to business school but yeah <laughs> but this is also very important i also often think that maybe i should do this <laughs> even though it's already you know, probably too late, but yeah. <laughs> but that's interesting that you did that. Does it, do you find it, it helps you a lot when you're um, trying to think of? Yeah, I can, I can, I can, I can. Uh, can teach me. Yeah, <laughs> I can. no, I'm always amazed because when 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 I tell people that I use Excel, yes, they're always what? <laughs> I don't I don't know any artists that use Excel. Excel is a total <laughs> mystery to me. Yeah. I just know that there's boxes and you can make the boxes bigger and smaller and fill letters in there. I don't know what the hell is going on. <laughs> I'm sure you could calculate stuff on there too, but I don't know. Yeah, no, that's that. It it definitely helps he helps a little bit. I'm uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Especially being self-published and having to figure and out how the finances of everything. I think. Yeah. That's a big uh, hindrance for a lot of artists, uh, me included. Yeah, me, me as well. Like that, uh, being able to know how to open 
or open a sheet in Excel doesn't mean that you're good <laughs> in business. <laughs> <laughs> These are two different worlds. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, um, yeah but definitely uh, being self-employed, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, the business side is definitely a, a struggle. It sucks, man. But it gets better. So everybody yeah. um, who's listening who wants to start it, it's, it's better because it's just if you're determined to go this route, it's... It's just part of it. It's part of it, yeah. But yeah. I think it's also you have to be willing to to make a lot of mistakes. I think I, I, I think if, at least I have, I've had to make a lot of mistakes <laughs> to learn about how Me I too, yeah. how I get to where I am. But it's really hard. I, it's I'm not good at um, calculating the cost versus the you know the income. You know, like so I'll spend seven hundred euros on making T-shirts, and then slowly sell those shirts for four or five years and then but it but when i'm buying the shirts i'm like yeah but in the end i make five thousand euros you know so but this is like 10 years down the line and and half of the shirts i gave away and it's like what the fuck like i'm not a good business person at all but so you came to vienna to to learn design and and uh, graphic design specifically or uh yeah no the the only reason why i ended up in this uh, course was because they they taught one one small very small part uh, was illustration i wanted to study illustration but it wasn't offered in austria at all oh, there is okay. no mm -hmm. like class just uh, focused on illustration so i went to this class specifically because they had a, a illustration course mm -hmm. um and i would have preferred back then to study illustration but it wasn't yeah. possible in austria okay. on a university yeah um now looking back i'm i'm probably I'm, or yeah i'm pretty happy that i didn't study illustration um i i'm sure i missed out on a lot of techniques on yeah. the technical stuff but then i i learned a lot about typography and about c concepts uh like uh, yeah conceptualization no no how to say coming up with like advertising was very focused on ideas and yeah. concepts mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. i really appreciate now looking back yeah um yeah so pretty happy that it, that i went this route yeah um, i can imagine it helps also with that yeah yeah and when you're trying to because you have also when you make a comic or if you're doing like a gig poster it's also about how it's designed it's it's all about the design you know so with the comic is the design of the cover and how to attract the people I think it's yeah, really but has but a lot of influence in that. But also for me, like the idea comes first and whatever, like now I have my, I would say pretty distinct style, but if, if I have an idea that would work much better with a different style, I would probably go for, for another style mm -hmm. just so it helps the idea. Okay. Um, yeah. But also the ideas or stories I tell and my style, they, they, uh, tr uh start to, Mesh. all together yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. which yeah cool um, <laughs> nice and i have the feeling we we jump from one point to the other it doesn't matter okay, it's, uh, okay. i think people are they don't care people just listening <laughs> to us talk it's fine and usually it's just it's just how a conversation goes that's no true, i mean you don't do like yeah. you don't no, that's how i know i anyway. thought we we start here uh how how, did how you do start you go from yeah, here yeah, yeah. okay when did you first walk <laughs> Don't wait. Yeah, now you're talking. Wait. Get, um, so yeah, do you still have family in Federburg? Or yeah, 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 yeah. So you go there often to go visit? Or uh, once in a while. Once in a while, Mikhail. They're there waiting for you, man. 
You're seven hours away, goddammit. <laughs> Get in the car and go. No. <laughs> but your your brothers, they live in Vienna also? They still live in Vorarlberg? No, everybody's uh, in Vorarlberg. But you you also uh, moved to Berlin for a while, yeah? Um, yeah. Um, I've been there for a while, be going back and forth Berlin and, and Vienna. Um, before, I didn't think I will miss Vienna when mm -hmm. I'm gone, but, yeah. but uh, being away, I... I uh, started to appreciate Vienna a lot. Yeah, I mean, you can you can't get the same Kesekreiner in, in Berlin <laughs> as you can in Vienna. I don't eat cheese. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> you get the cheeseless Kesekreiner. It's yes. called the worst. Of yes. Sausage. <laughs> yeah, just sausage. <laughs> Still gooey. No. Okay. But what what did you miss most about Vienna? I'm curious. Uh, first, first and foremost, friends. Yeah. Um, but also the the humor. The mm -hmm. I like to go to, not the restaurants, but Wirtshäuser. Yeah. Uh, I miss I miss this culture that, that you don't find probably in Berlin uh, exactly uh, like yeah. like it is in Vienna. Yeah. I miss this. Mm -hmm. I miss th that. I'm, I miss the humor of you that, yeah, yeah. That, that surrounds Vienna. Yeah. Um, yeah. Boom. <laughs> 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 yeah, Berlin seems like it's a... a a big hotspot for for artists. I mean, for a while now, it's been. Do you did you feel that when you were there? Is it <coughs> oversaturated? Is it is it kind of? Yeah, I like what this is like. I um, as we mentioned earlier, like I'm I'm doing illustration. I'm doing comics. I'm doing gig posters. Mm -hmm. um, I've never done um, like graffiti, but I. You've done some street art, though. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. but but in in Vienna, this feels like one big bubble mm -hmm. which is probably not necessarily true or true anymore no, I think but it feels yeah it, I know what you mean yeah, yeah it um or for me it's 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 this it's it, these are different mediums but it's 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 more or less the same craft yeah how to say and i think in berlin probably because there are so many more artists there or mm. just so much more people there mm -hmm. like for me coming there um the feeling was like the those um, areas are much more separated. Like there, there you have your comic artists, there you have your illustrators, there you have your graffiti artists. Mm -hmm. So there wasn't any, um, any meshing or any yeah or anything in between. Yeah, um, <coughs> maybe I'm totally wrong yeah. and just didn't meet the right people. Or yeah. but that was a feeling I had and. And this also made me appreciate how it how it's probably here in Vienna more a little bit more connected at, at least from my perspective. Yeah, um, I think yeah. yeah, it depends on who you talk to. Um, That's also yeah. yeah. I mean, I think some yeah, it depends on who you talk to because some people are more easy <laughs> than other people, and I think that's everywhere. But it's uh, yeah. And for me, it's all always also important. Like I I know I don't want to do just comics it would be mm. just too frustrating i need this uh, uh instant gratification yeah. of an illustration of course, and yeah. not wait a year till your next book comes out yeah, or whatever yeah. so I, I i wouldn't be happy only to do comics but mm -hmm. it's still a a, a a part of me that i or part of my artistic work that i want to have and mm -hmm. the same with gig posters. I, I I don't want only to do posters for bands. Mm -hmm. I, I want to have my own work that's that has nothing to do 
with anybody else or it's just coming from my, yeah your from own my yeah, yeah yeah in inspiration so but i'm also very happy about having these gig posters mm -hmm. um uh yeah do you feel like it gets uh, seen more is it more all-inclusive or not all-inclusive but um so if you have a gig poster show and somebody really likes the melvins and they like they like your poster then now they have your art when no normally they might not have seen it or uh, <coughs> uh um yeah if that makes sense like yeah give you another avenue for people to see your work in a way um i, I think definitely yeah. and i'm i'm like those posters they're although they're screen printed and limited i think they're pretty um pretty cheap they still maybe cost 25 or 30 euros yeah. but it, you get a piece of screen printed mm -hmm. uh, artwork um it's still a lot of money for somebody who doesn't uh, spend money for art but they're more for I, i think collectors are the ones who are yeah or just fans of the band of or yeah, yeah. yeah and and i i met a lot of people that wouldn't buy a screen print but mm -hmm. they buy a gig poster because their yeah. favorite band is yeah uh, on there and mm -hmm. i i and of course i hope in my naive uh, thought process i hope ah they have a gig poster now probably they they comic they start to read a comic <laughs> <laughs> maybe they are getting interested in illustration it could be our shows yeah of course i think it's it that's what i mean i think when they see your style uh, representing uh, the descendants for example and then they or another band and then they maybe descendants isn't the best <laughs> example because yeah. descendants has their own character but it's the way that you represent it you know yeah yeah then they're maybe they're interested in i don't know they want to see like Alhaka underwear or I don't know a hat or a t-shirt or a comic book <laughs> maybe yeah I, I hope so or or even even just uh, get interested in um, screen print or art or illustration itself mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. True, yeah. get interested in other geek poster artists yeah. Um, yeah so once you finished school did you get a job in design right away or did you say fuck this and started drawing El Herpes and <laughs> <laughs> no I like I, I, it took me longer than um, planned to finish school, but mm -hmm. one reason was I, I started working um, during my studies, mm -hmm. like as f f little fr freelance illustration jobs, and this was very this was really vital because I I had already maybe two one or two clients when I uh, graduated. So they were like returning clients? Yeah, okay. which was really a, a, a great advantage um, for starting being being self-employed. Yeah. So no, I, yeah, I, I got, went straight into self-employment. Mm -hmm. But I, I, it was obvious for me, I didn't want anything else. Yeah. Uh, so I think I was very, also very stubborn in this, uh, in this concern, like just, yeah, I, I That's that's what I do, <laughs> more or less. You mean stubborn, meaning like y your style. You want to stick to your style when ah. a, a client wants to do something. No, no, yeah. that 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 started much later, and or or starts now. Like I, I in the beginning, like people asked me to adapt my style, mm -hmm. and I was I was still happy to do that and mm -hmm. uh, just get paid for drawing. I wasn't, yeah, and uh, that was not not a problem at all for me because it just like a service yeah but i was i still made sure that i do my own stuff like yeah. posters and comics mm -hmm. um but stubborn in the sense that yeah no matter how much i will earn this year i, I will stick to this plan yeah like stubborn in this there is no plan b yeah stubborn yeah. i think that's important as far as for self-employed anyway i think 
Yeah. yeah. Either you're very good in business, probably then it's easier, but yeah. yeah. And, and of course, like in the beginning, I probably had worked more than 40 hours a week. Mm -hmm. um, uh, yeah. And made, as you mentioned before, I made also a ton of mistakes or yeah. mistakes. It's just, yeah, working for free or yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, not getting anything signed or written down or yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It's it's stuff that you don't learn until you do it, and it's sometimes just being naive in the beginning, just thinking that this is how it works. Or yeah, I think it's yeah. Even it's I, I tried to to from the beginning, I tried to exchange myself with uh, other professional mm -hmm, artists mm -hmm. that maybe um, have been self-employed for a longer time, which yeah. really I, I, would, I would really recommend to yeah. do that. So mm -hmm. just, hey, either is how much do you charge for this yeah, or how do you, what, what about this contract or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but still, this doesn't... Uh <laughs> Prepare you yeah. all the way. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I found that I find that very important. Also, with doing murals and street art, it's like they come to you and they want to know a price. And if you, you know, if it's something you love to do, and it's hard to figure out the price for things. And so it, this is where it comes in. Really, it's really smart to talk to other artists, yeah, and get their opinion and ask them what they're charging, and you know, and just kind of judge it that way, and then go in with with this kind of ammunition so you can give them the best the best quote you know so yeah this and is something you, you don't i i never learned in school like how to do this kind of how to be self-employed you know you learn how to draw you learn how to paint or whatever but how do you make money from this you know yeah yeah it's you just you learn from art history everybody who's making money from this is, is dead <laughs> you know it's like okay True, so this yeah. isn't this isn't a good uh, example so yeah and also one thing, like I first I thought um, I will do a lot of edi editorial illustration for magazines mm -hmm. and advertising probably, but during the years it, it like now I'm doing a lot of beer <laughs> illustration, which, is, which I would never have thought and and probably not working for agencies that much, but for clients directly. Yeah. So um, this also makes makes me really positive that you can a little bit direct it mm -hmm. yourself like even if it's such a narrow profession in yeah. itself illustration but yeah. still there is a lot of room to yeah to, to do different yeah. uh, stuff yeah um, exactly um, you have to be a little creative with that i think also and try and yeah i think also for me luck comes in a lot but 100 <laughs> percent. yeah yeah and i guess what i never did is sit there and wait for an occasion to occur or for an opportunity to come along mm -hmm. uh, but fill the time i have with, with personal projects yeah, yeah. gig posters um comics yeah art prints i mean because in the end you can always print these and try to i mean because you're doing a lot of uh, markets and conventions and stuff i mean not this year but yeah usually yeah, like, yeah. Uh, poster conventions did you did you start the gig poster show here in Vienna, or was this something that was going on and you, uh, um, you started with some other people? Me and a friend, uh, Thomas Zettel, who is also a gig poster artist. Uh, we we think how it went. We were approached by this festival in in uh, Otterkringer Brauerei, uh -huh. 
and they asked us if we can help organize um, a poster show. Mm -hmm. So in because I'm doing these poster shows all over the world for quite a while now, mm -hmm. I knew a lot of poster artists from, from outside of Austria. From Flatstock. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, so we, we, we didn't organize it, but we invited the artists and, um, um, and yeah, did the artwork for the, for, the, for the poster show. And this year we wanted to do it on our own mm -hmm. uh, for the first time. Uh, at book and have some lectures where artists speak and talk about their work. Yeah, uh, yeah. And initially, it would should have happened in March. Yeah. yeah. And now the second date was December, uh, but yeah. yeah, it won't happen. Yeah. yeah, it's this year kind of fucked everything up for a little bit, but yeah, it's, yeah, it is what it is. But I liked I like the atmosphere of the Ottokringo. Uh, brewery, uh, yeah, <laughs> all right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we say br I get it mixed up with brewery. I mean, we say brewery, but it's brewery, yeah. But yeah, the, the this place was really cool. Uh, it was a really nice spot. We also set up there one year with the with the pins. It's I remember, cool. yeah, I remember. That was a lot of fun. But um, yeah, it's next year are you planning to do it? Book maybe? Hopefully, if if yeah, like um, we will see how everything uh, goes next year. But that that would be the plan to. Um, be at Wook this mm -hmm. this um, um, how to say in spring or so yeah and this institution in Vienna that has workshops studios gallery yeah. spaces tons of stuff it's so a nice spot yeah. yeah I really like Wook also yeah no that's that's definitely a thing I missed uh, this year um, I don't do that many conventions or comic conventions but but or gig poster conventions but it's like these couple of dates a year where I met meet other artists from all over the world some I know some I don't yeah and also meet people who buy my posters mm -hmm. and ex have a personal exchange with with people and talk about my posters or mm -hmm. listen to their stories and yeah I definitely miss this this year how um, did you get into the gig poster gig I guess you could say um I, I discovered screen printing uh, pretty early when I studied in Vienna, and mm -hmm. I really fell in love with the technique. You learned it in school? Yeah. Uh, I didn't learn it, but I wanted to make some Christmas presents, so I went to the screen printing workshop uh, at university. Oh, and okay. yeah, so I didn't make, a, I didn't went to a class, but I just went there with my own projects. Mm -hmm. um, and then I moved in with some friends who were also studying at, at the university with me. And uh, we shared, like, first we shared, or on the one, one hand, we shared, like, this interest for screen printing. Yeah. And on the other hand, like, um, interest for heavy mu music. Yeah. And s one, one of my friends, he got uh, a book called The Art of Modern Rock, mm -hmm. which collects, like, thousands of, screen printed posters from the 90s to the early th 2000s wow. uh, from like Frank Kozik was one of the first uh, yeah, who of course, yeah. reintroduced this medium to mm -hmm. to yeah pop culture uh, and I was just blown away by this book like I was like wow the, there are awesome posters for bands that I really enjoy I want yeah. to do this this was like a key moment like mm -hmm. this book was like um, because I've I've never, it, uh, I never knew never. about geek posters yeah. or, yeah. Mm -hmm. And 
So me and a friend, we went, and we, uh, in the meantime, we, we started a collective called Atzkerei. Mm -hmm. So we were already doing uh, screen prints and t-shirts and mm -hmm. art shows. Uh, yeah, and then and we went to an exhibition in Berlin where from, from a gig poster collective, mm -hmm. and we just asked them, hey, how... how do you approach uh, bands and and they they said yeah they just they get the fuck out of here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is our job <laughs> trying to steal our no, money <laughs> actually they were really 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 nice uh, they were called bongu like a f french german um, collective okay and they did the opposite of what rob was <laughs> suggesting <laughs> suggesting no they they said like they just approached them on MySpace. Um, fucking MySpace. Yeah. Damn, okay, yeah. And so did we. So we we looked up uh, which bands come to Vienna, mm -hmm. which bands we like, and we just wrote um, wrote those bands if they would. Uh, they mind. Yeah, if they would mind, we get them some posters. We keep a couple of posters, mm -hmm. so there is no money involved, mm -hmm. and. Yeah, then we, I think we first band was Melvin's. Mm -hmm. They got, I can't remember exactly if they got back or the management. I can't, I really can't remember exactly. But then we were very enthusiastic and contacted bands and bands and bands. And a couple nice. of them wrote back, a couple of them didn't. Uh, but it was important that it's always official. Yeah. Um, and you would sell them there at the show. Uh, yeah, but the band sold them at the show, and I think we already had a web shop and we had exhibitions. Mm -hmm. But I th yeah, it wasn't that much about selling; it was more about <laughs> creating yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, um, and then there was also a very uh, vital thing. Uh, there was a website called kickposters.com, mm -hmm. and it was a database for posters from decades ago to uh, current posters. Mm -hmm like Xerox flyers to screen printed to oh, offset cool. posters. Yeah. Uh, so it was a database, like probably Discogs, mm -hmm. but without selling, just, just a database. So you can see. Yeah, the artist, the venue, the city, the date, the mm -hmm. bands. Uh, that was one part, but the other part was that a lot of gig poster artists from around the world were commenting there and there was a... Um, a blackboard or a forum uh, okay yeah, yeah. A forum mm -hmm. where a lot of gig poster artists um, were just active and so with our first or second poster we already get got comments from artists that have been doing gig posters for decades yeah so suddenly or at least I felt part of a scene mm -hmm. in in an instant mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that was me snipping uh, snapping <laughs> snapping yeah <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, it just That's felt awesome. great that, that mm -hmm. you're not on your in your own bubble, but mm -hmm. all, yeah, suddenly being connected to, to a whole world of other artists that are sharing your passion for screen printing and for more or less rock and metal music. Nice. And were you printing them? Did you have a, your own machine or were you renting the machine or were you going to the university? To uh, no, we, like, um, as I mentioned before, we had this collective called Atzkerei and yeah. the name came from our first uh, studio and workshop in Atzkersdorf, which is a, a, a district, not a district, but a part of a district in Vienna. Okay. And we were lucky that we had the opportunity to get some very small space, like, former toilets and shower uh, <laughs> rooms yeah. of, of a factory, okay. but for free. So oh, we, nice. we had our DIY 
uh, set up there and nice. we printed there. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. Nice. Um, so we could print everything our, ourselves. Really cool. Um, yeah. And and then and then uh, like I think even after a year or I think even after a year of doing gig posters, uh, we we went to one of these flat stocks. They are like these poster conventions where mm -hmm. there are no uh, there are no galleries or no salesmen, but just artists themselves mm -hmm. um, exhibiting and selling their posters. And uh, originally they were in Seattle, Austin, Chicago, mm -hmm. maybe. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think in 2006, they um, also started it in Hamburg in Europe. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. yeah, and so so we found on this gigposters.com site, we found out about uh, those flat stock mm, conventions. Cool. So even, I, I don't know how many posters we made, but we went there mm -hmm. uh, and met all all kinds of uh, artists from, like, from the US, like mm -hmm. Jay Ryan, Crosshair, like... Tara McPherson, like, yeah. and and mm -hmm. this was so funny because it was suddenly like, ah, we are part of this, yeah. and yeah. Um, and to this day, one very important reason why I do gig posters is this community, mm. and of course the music, and of course the medium itself, but also the community. Yeah, uh, yeah. Cool, that's really cool, man. <laughs> I always wondered how you get into that, but that's really interesting to know because it's. What I love about art is uh, kind of having a theme, and in this case, the theme is the band or their music, and yeah. drawing to that. You know, so this is your template, or not your template, but your inspiration, and you draw to that. And this is really cool. It's like a mini art project that you make for yourself, and then you try to create something that hopefully people will dig. <laughs> plus, <laughs> and buy. Plus, you have a deadline. Yeah, that's true. And that's <laughs> also very <laughs> inspiring and motivating. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. And a lot of people, because for me, it's it feels like uh, a backdoor into the whole music thing because mm -hmm. I don't play an instrument, but yeah. I'm I'm since I was a teenager, I, I like to go to live shows, mm -hmm. and this has has not stopped. So um, yeah, <laughs> so now I'm I'm part. I don't You're I don't feel of it, part yeah. of it, but yeah. it's 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 just I really like to um, interpret. The music I like with my own style, without yeah. too many restrictions. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I enjoy that a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. I like I like the gig posters that you've made, especially. I think the first one that really caught my eye was the Descendants one. Mm -hmm. I'm a huge fan of Descendants. Like, ah. I grew up on their music, and I think they're my favorite uh, favorite punk band of all time. Just the lyrics, and and I have some really interesting uh, Descendants stories. I think I have one. But I'm not gonna tell <laughs> it. <laughs> I say I have many, but I just have one. Um, but it, uh, I remember when I s when they came here, and I was like really excited, and I saw you did the gig poster uh, for them. I was like, oh shit, I need to have this fucking. And it was so cool. It was like this um, this grid paper. So this, uh, what you usually college use here. block. Yeah, the college yeah. block that we usually use here in Europe. We don't see them so often in the U.S. It's not ah, like okay. it's not yeah. one that I I don't I didn't use them in school, but here I see it a lot. So it's just mm -hmm. part of it. And it even had like the three holes on, punched on the side, but it's mm -hmm. a big size poster. And it's it just really, the, the idea you had behind it was just really cool, especially also going back to the to the album itself and like what the album was representing. And mm -hmm. it was really cool. And yeah, it's really interesting how you, how you came across this. Yeah, doing And that. even they, they're not, a, I, I'm familiar, I was familiar uh, uh, when I was a teenager, but I didn't listen to punk a lot. So, mm -hmm. Um, 
but I knew their image. I knew Milo. Yeah. Um, um, but it, like I do most posters I do for bands that I, I, I I'm yeah. a fan of. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's also sometimes I, I really like this Descendants poster. Mm -hmm. Not I mm -hmm. don't want to brag, <laughs> but <laughs> but I really like it how it yeah. came together and yeah. that's also like yeah you don't necessarily have to know the band mm -hmm. that well but yeah. yeah nice man and do you find it's like a lot easier now with like with instagram and stuff to kind of to promote this kind of work that you're doing the the comics and the gig posters and everything i mean everything that you're doing the projects is um, it easier for you to be out with this or is it it's so hard to know uh, to tell because instagram is like Deceiving, or is it yeah, deceiving? it is deceiving. It's like yeah. you don't. You it's hard to tell what's <laughs> happening. It's a kind and of false, yeah, reality but in a way. But but I, uh, to be honest, I got jobs because of Instagram, mm -hmm. or I know that I uh, was approached by people and they discovered me on Instagram. Mm -hmm. So that definitely, that's definitely a big, a big yeah. help. Or big plus, uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I I'm I'm like. I see it as a marketing tool, more or less. Yeah. But I um, find myself spending a lot of time there as well. So <laughs> it's. I think it's it's interesting how you have to you have to play it your way. You have to find a way to engage with with your audience, but not too much. But e also hope that the algorithm isn't. Um, y you don't know what's happening exactly. You know, you don't. You try to engage as much as you can. Yeah. But at the same time, you don't know how much you're really engaging. And and for me, I think I, a big uh, a big part because uh, why I chose to be self-employed is this feeling of independency. Mm -hmm. And uh, when it comes to Instagram or social media, I don't want to feel dependent. And I'm sure I am more dependent than I want to admit. Yeah. But I, um, yeah, I I try I try to be at least conscious about it and not. Yeah, I don't know. Probably I'm lying to myself, <laughs> but I, I don't want to be dependent on these platforms. Yeah. Of course, they're very helpful and make it easy to get in contact with people mm -hmm. and vice versa. Yeah, but I, I don't want them... I even like, Simple things like, do I make my next illustration square or do I make <laughs> it landscape? Yeah. It's like, on the one hand, mm -hmm. you know, it, it would suit this social media outlet much more if it's yeah. square but then i don't want to let this determine my um, kind of yeah, your format yeah. Yeah. yeah um like things like this I, I at least i think about it i don't know yeah I, i know i treat my my artist instagram different than i do the gallery instagram for example mm -hmm. or yeah it's always it's always trying to find something that will be interesting but also try to keep with With the theme, so I'm not posting food, for example, but I want people. I want to just always po be posting art and new art and fresh stuff, you know, that people haven't seen. Um, I try not to post the same image that I've created twice or three times if I can avoid it, unless I have. I found another really cool post uh, picture that I want to post, but mm -hmm. it's it's really a weird thing. Yeah, it's I don't know how you feel about it, but. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's weird on many levels, but it's it's helping on the one hand it's a lot. It's helping a lot, I think. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Also, yeah, definitely. Um, takes up a lot of time and a lot of energy, of course, if you want to maintain it and mm -hmm. use it as a as a as a tool or yeah. or whatever. There's people that really use it very well. 
I think you also have to be able to use it. If you can somehow combine that with, um, I mean, people do it all the time, but with YouTube and Instagram, it's kind of double whammy um, to your audience and to build your audience. This is, I think, super, um, I don't know, then you have a superpower all of a sudden. Like, you can reach so many different people. Yeah. And you have the visuals. You, you have to be charismatic. You have to kind of know how to edit. You have to know how to, what to show and how to tease and, you know, get people excited. I think this is, it's definitely nothing that they teach in school. You know, you kind of have to learn and, and kind of learn from other people and see how other people are doing it. It's really yeah. interesting. I think, I, think I, I, I try to be comfortable and not doing something that I won't necessarily do, do and just because I think, ah, oh, this could work, yeah. I, I try, to, I, I avoid that. I think what's really weird that it's, it makes, is measurable a word? Yeah, measurable, yeah. Yeah, it makes art or artists measurable. Like you yeah, have, a, a, like you have a, a number. How many followers you have, how many likes you And that's so strange. Get. It is strange, yeah. And it's also, I, I mean, there, it didn't always have to where you could watch, follow, see your followers, did it? Or was it always like this? I was, I was forced to join Instagram. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that doesn't mean that I don't have a free will, but I, I didn't, I didn't have a smartphone. And uh, a friend of mine, um, Ahmed Bautista, he's from Mexico, and he, he's, he's not an artist himself, but he manages a lot of artists. And he, he told me I need uh, Instagram and I need Twitter. And I said, I don't have a smartphone. I don't, I don't need it. And mm -hmm. then he created my account on his phone. Okay. <laughs> and I think it took another year or two, no, a year, almost a year that I got my first smartphone. Oh, okay. And then I had the account uh, mm, access yeah. set up. Yeah. yeah I, ch I chose the na name and I chose the password, but he, he did it all and I, I didn't use it for a year because yeah. I had no access. Yeah. Um, so I probably I would have joined it anywhere uh, anyway, but yeah, I, was sure, I, I was a little bit forced to. I mean, but I'm happy you, about it. Do you remember when this was? Because I think the, the earlier you joined it, the more... Um, the better chance you get to get the name that you wanted, you know, it's like, ah, uh, yeah. I mean, if you could try any name now and it's already basically taken. Okay. Part, yeah. <laughs> 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 it's a, not that it matters, but sometimes when I'm, when I'm trying to make an Instagram, a new Instagram for the studio or for the podcast, and I'm like, it has to be something that's not taken already mm. know, or that it's not already an established thing, you know, that's, um, then, yeah. But I, I try very consciously, like I, um, like I know, no. Like I know that I I was an artist or an illustrator before Instagram, and I will be after. So that's it's, mm. um, and of course I know that that I think social media or Instagram, uh, um, maybe made a lot of illustration careers possible or mm -hmm. artist careers. Definitely. Um, but I I still try to um, just use it as a tool. You mean? No, like like not relying on it 100% mm -hmm. but having other outlets other social media channels but also like I have a newsletter I have a website and I try to maintain these as well mm -hmm. or like art shows conventions like yeah. that I'm yeah. somewhere personal and not just digitally yeah um, I send out physical postcards mm -hmm. uh, once a year or um, yeah like like not relying on one channel channel or, yeah, yeah. Exactly, or focus yeah. on one channel mm -hmm. only mm -hmm. um yeah but 
but that's also the nice thing. Uh, there, there are no rules. You can. You, there are so many ways how to how to make your c career or your profession seen. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. It is. It's. Um, it's interesting. This artist career. It's. Uh, <laughs> it's not always easy, but it's interesting how different artists take different approaches to it, and um, there's no right or wrong way to do it. I think a lot of it is just. Um, having the the drive and and to keep pursuing it and to to keep trying to get to that next level that that imaginary ladder that you've made for yourself because there's no top there is no CEO position you know you just kind of you just kind of keep climbing I think this is a trait that all all of us have in a way you know that, mm -hmm. that you should have if you want to try to do this I think it's important yeah yeah certainly a kind of drive. Yeah. whatever this is yeah yeah do you w is there something like a field of art that you haven't done that you've that you w want to pursue at some time like i don't know porn or <laughs> something <laughs> something <laughs> less tasteful <laughs> no no definitely only tasteful <laughs> tasteful uh <laughs> tasteful I mean, art yeah no i like i i really enjoy like uh like making installations or making objects and i have done this before so yeah with probably the, not with the washing machine yeah. with the brainwash i like that i like that so much the process and 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 how the illustration transforms into three dimensions yeah. uh but i i, I need an occasion or a mm -hmm. purpose or an so i i rarely do this yeah uh, but it's something i i i enjoy and and or simple things like, like big format uh, ink drawings on mm -hmm. paper, mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. and that's not that hard to do. But I just don't take the time to do it. Yeah, this takes a lot of time. And yeah, and so space and <laughs> dedication to do it. Yeah, but not nothing crazy. I can think of right now. Mm -hmm. I def I definitely want to, like, let's see how how many issues of El Helpers I. I will I will make in the end, but I I I like that that there is at least this possibility of creating a kind of a universe, mm -hmm. and I already I even if it's just a couple of pages now, mm -hmm. I, I got some feedback that people are engaged with the character mm -hmm. more than with a single illustrations or or with yeah, a poster. Yeah, um, so that's that's something I I I, I really enjoy mm -hmm. like seeing people engage with with a story that i created mm -hmm. so hopefully there will be a little bit more of that um how many issues do you see happening with El Hippus? um like i have a, a story arc that should be four issues okay and then i have a couple of adventures in my mind that 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 are separate from this first story arc so mm -hmm. i could go on forever if yeah. i have <laughs> the ideas but uh but the, this arc is looking at the four issues yeah exactly yeah. and then and then i have probably ideas for five or four uh, five or six more like issues like some one shots or another another arc yeah some one shots that have mo maybe only two issues or yeah something like this have you thought about uh, like uh, toys or vinyl figures collectibles stuff like this uh not really because mainly i um i don't i don't collect them myself mm -hmm. i did some or one did i do one or probably i did uh, a couple of customized toys and mm -hmm. i always enjoy doing it but mm -hmm. i al already know that that's not 
yeah, that's, I won't focus on that. Yeah. I would like to do like a, a, a workshop where I sculpt something. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, Lunatic Jones? Yeah, yeah that's, and he had a workshop in Vienna at yeah. uh, Lilo's place. Yeah, I was there, yeah. Ah, and I, I missed it. And <laughs> I now I'm checking his, his uh, yeah. social media yeah, yeah, for for another workshop. Another workshop. Yeah, hopefully, but again, he comes by. I, it was a really good workshop, and I, yeah. learned, I learned a lot, but I... When it comes to mixing chemicals and trying to put all this stuff together, even though it's fairly simple, um, I'm just I'm a little impatient about it, and you have to do it pretty pretty precise. It's same with the way I cook. You know, I'm, I'm like very freestyle. You can't tell me like one teaspoon here. Like I just put as I go, and hopefully it tastes good in the end. Usually it does, but you can't do this with with making um, molds and stuff. You have to be pretty precise. Yeah, and um, it's yeah. It was a really good workshop, though. I, I definitely recommend it. It was worth the money and the time. It okay. Was, it was really nice, and yeah, it was a good time. Did you buy his book? He has like a, a, a short, a small book about it. Uh, no, but I, I, I looked at the pages, I think, online. You can at least at some of the pages. The PDF. Yeah. 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 But now... Yeah, go ahead. I don't <laughs> want to jump to another topic, but now that you mentioned, I, uh, I was thinking about uh, a podcast... Mm -hmm. doing launching a podcast yes of course but i'm so afraid of like I'm, I'm very bad with technical stuff like like when it comes to even our screen printing setup i, I like i don't improve it i just yeah. um work with what's there and like one one main barrier for me starting a podcast is all this technical stuff like, this is fairly fairly easy actually i mean yeah it just takes a little bit of research YouTube is is just like the free school, you know. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I every time I set up, I always have to go back to the same videos I watched already six uh -huh. times, and <laughs> just to remember how to sync up the mics, make sure this is. Th I have to do it one more time to refresh, because it's not something I do every day. And you know, and, but once you set it up, and I mean editing, if you know GarageBand, it's fairly fairly simple, and you can learn it. Yeah, it's not difficult really at all. I mean. I think it's just like screen printing. It's a little bit of an investment in the beginning, but you can kind of get secondhand stuff or use yeah, whatever yeah. you have at first. Um, but technically, it's 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 just GarageBand, record, and then edit it. Basically, that's it. I mean, a little bit more to it, but for the, for the most part, that's the the, the core of it. I think. Yeah, yeah and I say do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need more more podcasts, especially from from Österreich, you know? No, no, I, I I would have a plan, but I'm sure that other part is like, ah, okay, can I keep up an interesting conversation? We will we will f we will find out today probably. But this but has been a very interesting <laughs> conversation, I think. Yeah, if I had a, a button that would be able to clap and holler, I would push <laughs> that button right now. Just so you feel validated, but I don't. No. I'll, maybe I'll add it in later. No. <laughs> there are a lot of doubts uh, coming into play, which are probably totally unnecessary. But, but what is it compared to like comic books? Like you put, you write the story, you draw it up, you, you put it out there. It's basically, yeah. But also these comic books, they are they are still like as I mentioned before, like illustration goes pretty smoothly for me. But each comic book or each larger project is a, is a struggle. Yeah, uh, and I'm. I'm still surprised that I, I that I struggle again and mm -hmm. again. Probably that's the part, and probably that's somehow necessary. Yeah, I, I don't so. suffer, but uh, it's always this. 
it's probably it's just work <laughs> i yeah. don't know yeah but i think it's i probably because you see the end product already in your head and you suffer through it to get to that end product no matter what how difficult it is or whatever yeah and probably you compare yourself to somebody else and yeah this which happens with everything and yeah i think it's it's inevitable but yeah that makes sense but with with podcasts i think everyone has their own unique voice and their unique style to do it so it's not um there's not it's just like art in a way there's no specific way to do it you I, i'm a big fan of podcasts also i listen to a lot of podcasts and I know what podcasts I like to listen to and I realize why I like to listen to it and I I kind of incorporate that to this one where I want mm -hmm, to just mm -hmm. have a conversation without having a, s a specific set topic or anything you know Yeah yeah I think it's more two people hanging out than than to than an interview you know what I mean like I don't I think it yeah 100% it has to be fun <laughs> for for both of us yeah so that's why the beers are here. That's why we have the <laughs> disco lights on. You know, the strippers are very quiet in the corner. We're having fun. It's good. Shh. <laughs> but yeah, I think the just like the comic book and, and other projects, it's um, it's about seeing when you see the ad product already. You kind of you can already envision what you want it to be in a way. Then you you can just jump in and start it. You know. Yeah. Yeah, like, like I, I, probably it's with every profession, but I think if you're self-employed, you also in in the course of time you you learn a lot about yourself and and yeah. like I have I have some um, I have some long-term goals and mm -hmm. one one of them I don't know how many years ten twenty I don't know is get looser and get l rid of perfectionism. Okay which because it's just a construct in in your mind mm -hmm. and i think mm -hmm. like like a podcast would be a a, a totally new um ter ter uh, a new ter phase or new um a new avenue a or? new avenue for me so but if i approach this with a perfectionism it, it doesn't work no, because it doesn't work i have to, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah like uh, and i have to get rid of this and of course, I know that I can get rid of this, mm -hmm. but there is always this barrier or hurdle. Uh, I think the the problem with it is it's not like an illustration where you you do a, one rough sketch and you're like ah, I don't like this. Let me try another one. Once you do the interview, then you did the interview, and you can't be like, Hey, can you come back <laughs> next Tuesday? You, you know, I can't do this. It's not working. <laughs> you know, unless it all gets deleted. But I know, have I have the answers written down for you. Please answer like yes. this. <laughs> Just talk on the phone. I have you on, on loudspeaker. <laughs> Read the text. <laughs> it has to be perfect. God damn it. Stop breathing. Um, yeah, it's you just kind of have to go with it. And it's it's more of an organic feel. It's like if you do a collaboration with someone, you kind of have to let their part, part come in and you bring your part in and then mm -hmm. you kind of mesh it in the way. Mm -hmm. And if it sucks, it's not all on you, you know. This <laughs> other guy kind of put some shit in there. I don't know, you know, it's not your fault, but it, it's yeah, the only yeah. other way I can think of it. But I, I honestly, personally, I don't, I don't think too much about stuff. I kind of that's just, good. I kind of jumped. <laughs> a, that's the whole nope, reason I'm living in Vienna perfect. at the moment. Basically, it's like a lot of times it's just I think about how cool it would be, or how I want to see, or what good it would bring to my life in a way, like. Just kind of subconsciously, but it's always like what 
what will this do for me? What's good? And I talk to people about it, and I get really excited about stuff, and then I, I can't um, Not get past it. it. Yeah, yeah, I can't. Yeah. I have to do it. But this is a good thing, but it's also a bad thing. It sounds like I'm, I'll get really into um, little things and have to know everything about it and then want to have every part of it, like collecting things. Like mm -hmm. I, that's a, it's a part of my life that I thought I left behind when I left the U.S. because I, I sold everything and I was mm -hmm. like really free. But now that I'm more comfortable here in Vienna again, I've started to find myself collecting things again. and Expensive cars. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm not rich or anything. But little things like I go to the no, no, Walmart. Yeah, you know, yeah. and I, I buy. This, just for example, I, I went and I bought a uh, a projector. I found a projector for five euros, an old eight millimeter projector. It's really cool looking. If it doesn't work, um, it's a cool dis display. I don't have yeah. one here. I, yeah. Actually, I do have one over there. Anyway, you showed it. Yeah. To me before. Yeah. yeah. And so this was the start of my whole camera collection <laughs> and Super Eight camera collection and I just I got really into it. I took a Super 8 class mm, okay how to develop the film which I've totally forgotten everything but I took the class because I was just so into it I wanted to know everything about the process and um, yeah and I, I have I'm telling you I have like 12 8 millimeter cameras I have like three projectors and now they're just kind of put to the side because yeah now I'm doing a podcast and it's like <laughs> I, I get really into things like this, but uh, it's also, I don't think too much about it. I just think I get really interested into things. And um, it's the same with when I meet people, you know, I, I get really, I find like when we're meeting each other day to day or if we, in a, you know, at every other exhibition yeah. once in a while, you don't really get a chance to connect with people um, and get to know where they came from or their families from or how they got started. And unless you go to dinner with them or, or whatever, but sometimes it's it's nice to record it and kind of uh, let other people listen to it and maybe it helps the community in a whole. And that was the whole part, that mm -hmm. was the whole reason for the podcast is mm -hmm. that to let everyone kind of get to know each other a little bit more and save them the bill of having to go buy them a pizza. <laughs> 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 no, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I would say just, just do it, just jump into it. You have the idea, you know, you know, just do it and try it out. And if you need help, you could always. Yeah, I take some me. notes. I, I told you before, I will take some notes. Take some mental <laughs> notes. Make some, make some undercover photo photographs. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> you don't have to take them undercovers. <laughs> yeah, um, I did a lot of research on on the mics and programs, but it's. Yeah, that that's maybe something like I I struggle with like, uh, going in something new like just yeah, I will figure that out on the way uh, yeah. because I'm in my daily routine or in my job uh, it's like I know that I'm capable and mm -hmm. of course I forget that I, I this wasn't always the case yeah uh, like it took a long time to get there yeah yeah and it, it doesn't mean that I know everything I'm mm -hmm. far from from there and mm -hmm. I'm f yeah um, yeah <laughs> yeah just you just have to go along for the ride. I mean, see where it takes yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. It's all a, it's all an adventure. But yeah, speaking of adventure, I wanted to ask you a little bit about isolation camp because mm -hmm. when I first moved here in 2014, I remember I'd met you. You gave me some stickers. I saw the Instagram account, I think. I started seeing this isolation camp. I was like, this seems like the coolest. If 
fucking thing ever. You know, I never, I mean, just going off into a mountain with a bunch of weirdos and, and drawing for a week or so and, and just, just being totally free from the city for a while. And so can you explain a little bit about Isolation Camp when it started and what, what's, what it is? <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's, um, it's this, like you said, this gathering, yeah. uh, more or less in some remote hut, more yeah. or less remote hut in the Alps. Okay. Uh, mainly Austrian Alps, mm -hmm. uh, but it's always like out in the nature. And uh, as the name suggested, we tried to find an or an isolated place. Mm -hmm. And a friend of mine, Tobias Ludescher, who he initiated the whole thing, like mm -hmm. I think more than 10 years ago now. And um, the funny thing is he's from the area I'm from uh, in Vorarlberg. Uh, but we never knew each other personally, but we knew about oh, each other. Okay. Or, or, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but we met uh, by coincidence at, at the railway station in, in our hometown. Okay. Uh, and I think that's where he invited, that's where when this isolation camp started and he, he invited me to the first one and he kept uh, organizing them uh, since 10 years now and it's, it's, it's more or less this this meeting of musicians, artists, like illustrators or painters, uh, calligraphists, what, mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. In this environment, you're, you're, there is no rules, but you shouldn't uh, use your phone all the time. You shouldn't yeah. check your mails. You should just really be... Just be in the moment, be yeah. in the nature. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then there is no artistic goal, but uh, like uh, naturally there, there are collaborations between different artists mm -hmm. and it, it it's very it's very uh, it feels very naturally and and relaxed and there is there is no pressure but it's still very productive in a way yeah and it's it's so strange because like it's it's really the perfect uh, environment like mm -hmm. it's no stress you have a lot of free time where you can go hike or searching for mushrooms or mm -hmm. cook mm -hmm. or hang out and you still get a ton of stuff to do mm -hmm. <laughs> which is the opposite of a normal work day yeah, sometimes true. like <laughs> uh yeah and uh, yeah i really i really enjoyed and we three of us we founded a, a, a verein mm -hmm. like a, a, a club yeah so we can we have a little bit more structure now in and and we we just released an uh, vinyl album of all the or not all of a selection of the jam sessions that mm -hmm. that went on nice. and the nice thing is like there are 13 tracks on this vinyl album 13 13 yeah okay. and each track has its own album cover that comes with an as an art print uh, nice. with the record awesome. to show this visual side and mm -hmm. uh, done by different artists mm -hmm. um yeah yeah, really, really special, special thing. Are uh, these jam sessions like uh, just free form, or how did the jam sessions work? It's, I didn't uh, know that you guys were doing jam sessions. Um, like yeah, I'm, I'm, ne <laughs> I'm never invited because okay. I'm not. <laughs> Get the hell out of here! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is even a, there is even a, uh, a, a inside band like of all the non-musicians. Mm -hmm. uh, they're Just called the, the band is called the ruins because when they join a jam session the, jam, yeah. the session is ruined <laughs> <laughs> and i've been part of those uh, oh, man. um and when does your record come out <laughs> the ruined oh, record. i'm actually on the record oh like, really uh, yeah there is there is one song 
uh, it's just recorded with ambient sounds from one of the huts. Okay. So it's it's no instruments, just uh, so it's just quietness. And you're just breathing. No, I I'm I'm, <laughs> and I was made fun of this because I'm when I when I do my drawings or uh, paintings, I always erase the pencil lines, mm -hmm. and you I think I'm the eraser you can hear in one in <laughs> one song. Nice. <laughs> Eraser by, <laughs> yeah, I didn't get, I didn't get credit. You didn't get for credit. That. No. Okay, that's that's okay. That's all right. Yeah, it's all, everything is is fine. That sounds really cool. It yeah. sounds like a really cool experience. So yeah. I can't tell you about the musicians' jam mm -hmm. session, but the 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 jam sessions from all the um, visual artists uh, happen pretty organically. That's cool. Um, yeah. Ah, like one one. Um, Raphael Ludesha, who was part only one or two times, we, we did a sculpture together, mm -hmm. just not by coincidence, but it, it evolved into a sculpture, mm -hmm. which I really enjoyed, like I mentioned before, like doing some 3D work and yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. What kind of, what, was it a clay sculpture or how did you? Gibbs. 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 I know this um, one. Cast. Ah, cast. Yeah, like Ca a plaster. 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 Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Plaster. Cool. Plaster sculpture. Nice, yeah. cool. Yeah, and and of course it's like it's um, I'm used to work on my own and mm -hmm. do my own uh, own illustrations, and it's always also very um, I don't even know the what German word. What is the <laughs> ah, <laughs> motivating? Is it? There you go. <laughs> motivating. <laughs> I'm not any of <laughs> It's very gold. motivating to to work with other artists. Yeah, I think so. Do collaborations. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, yeah, I r honestly rarely do this during mm -hmm. the year. But then you have one week where you more or less do collaborations, but yeah. you're not. F nobody forces you, and and yeah, that that's definitely also a, a, a good, a great part of this experience to work with other artists. Nice. Um, yeah, it sounds really cool. And of course, I go home from. I come back from these isolation camps, and yeah, I. I I keep this vibe. I keep this relaxed vibe. Mm -hmm. I, I will do more uh, <laughs> collaborations this yeah, year, yeah. and then a year passes, and ah, I didn't do anything of this. <laughs> more at or least less. you had this week. Yeah, it's yeah. better than none at all. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, what do you do besides uh, like art to be out of art? I mean, to to kind of spark other parts of your brain, for example. Um, I find sometimes it's it's I've found just this year recently after lock during lockdown that finding other interests kind of helped for me to get out of ruts and try to get out of parts where I'm stuck drawing the same stuff or didn't have new ideas or do you, do you have something that gets you out of that? Um, Is there other hobbies that you that you use to to relax? Yeah, like like this year I probably millions of people started this as well <laughs> I started Did you make some bread <laughs> I didn't make bread <laughs> but I started to ferment ginger beer so it's that it's sounds amazing yeah, but it's also I like, like ginger beer a lot yeah yeah now I do too yeah <laughs> 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 only um, your own personal yeah brand beer. yeah um no it's it's like uh it's it's definitely hard for me to to shut off mm -hmm. and um um I like to ride my bike. That's one 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 thing I can uh, I can really shut off. Mm -hmm. Well, I I have since um, two years I have this routine of taking cold showers and doing these breathing exercises. 
I met um, another person that also does this. Yeah, it's probably also a, li- a little bit of a trend. And yeah, that's really interesting. I could never do it. I fucking hate cold water so bad. I hate people have cold hands and they touch me. Actually, tomorrow morning I will go swimming in uh, Gänsefüßchen to the Doing Danube. Quotes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so this is a new thing. Uh, me and my wife started like going going swimming in the cold water. Okay. Um, How long do you? go into the water for a couple of seconds yeah yeah you just jump in and you jump out yeah a little bit longer you prepare yourself and and you prepare yourself with breathing breathing and try to be in the moment Mm -hmm. and yeah that's um so at least i can relax for a minute yeah (laughs) you mean in the water or relax in the minute after (laughs) no uh uh yeah like this the activity itself it's okay. it's um it takes you, you're not thinking about anything else about that's true just, yeah just about how fucking cold that's gonna be <laughs> yeah. or are you thinking like that's not cold that's not cold or do you try to psych yourself out before you go into the water no um this guy like uh tobias ludescher who who, who who came up with that isolation camp he he showed me this guy called wim hof mm-hmm. uh, who who uh, who does these ice challenges and ice water challenges? And he he says uh, the the cold is your friend, mm-hmm. so that's that, that's where you should be at. <laughs> but I'm not a I'm like I'm not a, a pro. I just I just do that. But you still do it. I mean, yeah, that's, that's yeah. I mean, no, it's definitely relaxing and and um, yeah, help. It helps me. Yeah, yeah. and it's, it's it's supposed to be good for your circulation, right? Your blood probably circulation. as well. Yeah. yeah. And it's like I'm 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 always having a hard time to sticking to routines. I, mm-hmm. I have routines for a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. then I get lazy, then I forget the routines. Yeah. And and at least this is something that, that I do daily, these cold showers and breathing exercises. Uh yeah. Although it's it's not a big part of my day, but it's mm-hmm. it's a routine that I s- try to stick to. How long have you been making these routines? Uh, two years now. Oh wow! So, yeah, okay. yeah. So not not just since since. Yeah, last month <laughs> I started. <and> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 something. I think it's uh, I don't know something about cold water just really shocks your body, and I think it's it's kind of a. I can I can see how it's beneficial for you mentally, um, also maybe physically with the you know blood circulation but fucking hate it so much i just it's for me it's really i can't imagine uh, i don't know but yeah. it's it's yeah it's great that you do that i uh, think the I routine think is the main benefit after all but yeah but that's true yeah mm-hmm. um my routine is just coffee and <laughs> <laughs> every day get up have that coffee no what okay. what i really like um this is probably going back to drawing and being self-employed. Like um, <clears throat> right now, I would um, because there is no such time where there is one project mm-hmm. which you finish and then you go to the next project. Mm-hmm. You yeah. finish this, then there's the next project. Mm-hmm. This doesn't happen. It's always either not nothing to do or five projects yeah. at, at the same time and. In between, you have to write emails. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like so. It's um, right now. I, I I'm 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 looking forward to uh, have 
a nine to five routine more or less yeah. like i i would like to establish that for me not not forever but just for mm. f probably a couple of months um and also because i want to focus on the next issue of el Herpes, so that's yeah. that's that's a little bit combined because i know how good it feels to work on one certain project mm -hmm. and you know you have probably a daily goal mm -hmm. and you've done this and then you're finished yeah because like one danger of being or one yeah danger of being self-employed you you could always do more yeah of course you could do it's more self-promotion yeah. yeah or mm -hmm. you could start another project or yeah. you could write this email or yeah, you could yeah. answer that email um so that that's a more recent goal i have or short-term goal is to get one or two months just focusing on one project in mm -hmm. the in this case this comic project and and having this this routine and saying no to everything else yeah that's why i said no to your <laughs> wonderful exhibition that's going on but, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah no i totally understand that and you have a, a studio space uh, away from your flat then uh yeah yeah so this, i think this also helps a lot i've noticed that it, it helps me a lot so i can imagine to get work done and then close the door and then go home and yeah or, or are you working at home mostly? no no um but I, I just tried to remember when i was working from from home and uh, i'm sure it felt good as well but it's mm -hmm. it's 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 definitely uh, helping having having the them um separate, be separate yeah. separated yeah i find like I've, i get a lot more done <clears throat> when i come to the studio and i'm here from 11 to 5 or 11 to 6 but it's hard for me to to keep that routine going honestly like mm -hmm. it's hard for me to say okay i'm going to do this daily like this is my job i'm going to be there at that time i'm going to do this um i find it very difficult i like routines like i'm a creature of, of habit okay I find yeah. myself doing the same stuff daily like uh, at least starting the days the same and then usually ending it the r roughly but yeah it's it's really difficult for me to to say i'm going to be here from this time to this time because I don't know. Maybe I, I want to go a little bit later. I want to leave a little bit earlier, or I want to do something. It's unless I had like a goal or a project um, in mind, which I can imagine helps a lot. But like you said, it's it's either a lot of projects at once, or it's none, nothing happening. Yeah. In between. I I try to. Of course, this doesn't work all the time, but I try to be uh, efficient. More efficient, yeah. Yeah, efficient when it comes to projects and jobs mm -hmm. um, and more or less every job is a little bit different but mm -hmm. but it's a different topic but I, I recently thought about like I, I, I try to if it's a commercial project I, I try to educate my clients mm -hmm. um, uh, just mean I mean by that by that I mean like um, telling them about my work process letting them not be part but having an insight in my work process and yeah. tell them what works what's most efficient for myself mm -hmm. and how we can more or less save each other's time yeah because when i i don't know when i started mm -hmm. uh working working as a self-employed illustrator I, I i'm sure i could save so much time because i did something and then the client said like ah no that's totally different uh, totally yeah. wrong direction or whatever mm -hmm. or um so i i try to be very efficient in in this realm mm -hmm. um 
which which definitely helps and it's i i like the the thought of not educating is the wrong word but just just letting informing them of yeah. your process basically yeah. yeah i think that's yeah i understand what you mean because then they they know how much time it takes mm -hmm. how because otherwise like ah it's just a pencil sketch and sometimes it's just a couple of minutes or mm -hmm. even seconds but sometimes they don't see the 10 sketches before yeah, or yeah. they don't see the the thought process yeah, that goes yeah so um so you yeah. let them know um how you come up with the ideas or do you do you tell um, them like your process from like this is rough sketch to to inks to to whatever yeah i more or less tell them like, like even if it's a new customer i tell them okay and m most of the time they are already familiar with my work mm -hmm. so i i let them know like okay you you already know how my final product will look like so mm -hmm. um but in the beginning, it looks very different. It's just yeah. a, a rough pencil sketch, mm -hmm. the size of a, a, a stamp. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. it's it's just for us to get the idea. Yeah. Before you go into doing like a full ink drawing, yeah. and then they're like, I or colors. Don't like it. Yeah. And then yeah. You're like what the fuck? You're like yeah. And and some makes sense. Sometimes ah, yeah. But can we? Uh, a customer or client asks me, uh, can we add some colors? Uh, already and then I say of course I can I can do it but I I would prefer not to because this stage is just about the idea mm -hmm. and if we if you add colors no if we agree on a, on uh, a certain yes. concept or mm -hmm. a certain idea we go to the next step and yeah. um, I think that's very helpful and and yeah um, I think so too that sounds really informative actually I think it's good a good way to approach it um, this is also and something they don't teach you in in school initially. I think, and it it's it saves um, because I had a lot of jobs where I was frustrated because of probably lack of communica communication of from my side or mm -hmm. from the other side, mm -hmm. um, and I try to avoid that. Like uh, before I start sketching out an idea, I ask them, okay, I don't know if it's a beer label, please let me know every piece of information or piece of text or logo you want to have on this mm -hmm. label mm -hmm. so you already can design around it yeah mm -hmm. because it's it's a pain in the ass if ah yeah and we have some text here and some logos here mm -hmm. this these are just like this Who doesn't have anything to do with the idea or with the concept but it's it's like it makes it so it makes my life so much easier of course yeah and um yeah um, and you can bring the, the the finished product to them faster yeah. if you have all the information beforehand. And it allows me to work very inefficient when it comes to my own comic book project. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. At least with the comic book, you know, it's a rectangle paper. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, and there, yeah. There should be the character should be there saying something somewhere. Yeah, that's interesting. And for with clients, are you usually? Are you putting out promotions or, or uh, what's the other word I'm thinking of? Like <laughs> active, active. Yeah. Are you actively seeking out clients in a way, or are you basically just Instagramming people or putting, I don't know, sending dick pics to, to different companies and hoping they, <laughs> hoping they respond? No. Uh, I, to be honest, I I only have. I only once had like when I started I, I I wrote a lot of magazines I wrote 
or I sent my portfolio, mm -hmm. got some response, but then I, I visited one magazine um, in person. Um, that, that was the only time I, I actively approached them. Hey, I'm in town. I mm -hmm. want to visit you. Mm -hmm. uh, and I still work for them. So it, it, it's, it, it's an effective, it has been very effective yeah. and successful for mm -hmm. myself, but I've never done it again. Uh. <laughs> so, <laughs> but my success rate is 100%. But <laughs> I've yeah, only don't fuck with it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't want to get my stats. Exactly, just quit where you're ahead. Yeah, yeah. but uh, since then I, I didn't actively approach um, clients or, mm -hmm. I do it with bands, I do it. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. But. Yeah, I'm sometimes, I mean, as far as like street art goes, sometimes it's there's people who make um, prospects or um, I can't think of the word right now, and not just sending like their portfolio, but like sending um, the idea for the project. So somebody says, okay, we're looking for somebody to do this, and all these ideas come in from these different official artists who are trying to to get this job. You know, so is this also something that you do, like, or is this something that um, that you just kind of no. get asked to do things and you, you go in that direction and you wait for the next person to approach you or yeah I, I yeah okay I, I sit there and wait and just wait till the telephone rings <laughs> no but yeah because uh, I'm doing I'm doing my own projects anyway so yeah, um, that's true yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. sitting there and wait but I time to do your stuff and then yeah if somebody approaches you with a project that seems pretty interesting then you if the money's right and the, the idea is cool. Yeah. Yeah. And one funny thing is, like I, I mentioned also earlier, like I, now nowadays I do a lot of beer-related designs mm -hmm. and I always wanted to do something, um, some beer labels or, mm -hmm. yeah, just just because I like the, the yeah. beer, dis beer label design yeah, yeah. Uh, or the, the object and the, the content. Mm -hmm. uh, and... Um, but nobody approached me ever. And then uh, a friend of mine, he uh, he did a, like he brewed his own beer for, for a band, for a concert. And I did the label for this uh, very limited brew. Yeah. Uh, and and I think I probably posted it online or put it on my website. And suddenly like people wanted beer labels from me. Mm -hmm. So it, and this is so, for me, it's so strange uh, that like you already have to have one project, example yeah. or project of something you like yeah. before anybody approaches you which doesn't make sense but it's it's a lot of time it, it is like it works like, like that. yeah, yeah it works they, like they have to see that you can do it and that this is something that you want to do before yeah they yeah i think that this i thought about this too about um you know making mock-ups of different you know, wine bottle, a skateboard, a snowboard, you know, and and then when clients see this and like, oh, this would be cool yeah. for, for our our style, our stuff like this. This is I think a lot it, of artists do this also, but it would it would somehow it would for me personally, it makes total sense, but it would feel fake. Yeah. But on the other hand, it's it's a way to show ah, okay, my illustrations or my art could be applied mm -hmm. to whatever an airplane Exactly, but uh, it's actually it's actually extra work for you because you're designing something for a, a fictional company. Yeah, and then this is more it's more your personal stuff into it, so it's no feet. There's no uh, input on it. You just I want to have my character like this on this, and then 
somebody but likes it cool but yeah. for myself then then i try to do i do do a hand-painted skateboard so mm, it's a real yeah. object yeah, yeah, yeah or or do some merchandise for me like mm -hmm. t-shirts or i yeah i can't come out with an own skateboard <laughs> brand but then i try to do yeah stuff for myself yeah but of course yeah. i think this is this is fun it's all it's really cool to make I've always loved t-shirt designs and I've like that's just something I remember in high school always liking t-shirts and like different graphics and, and trying to make my own and I still really like that a lot mm -hmm, you know, yeah just, just trying to get people to buy them is the other <laughs> thing <laughs> yeah but I like to make them for me and then I wear them and maybe two other people buy them it's cool but you were working with uh, dogfish head right mm -hmm. yeah it's also a really I know this beer from Texas yeah I know this from from the US it's a it's a good beer, and they're, they're really. I like their their marketing also. It's really and the design you did was really dope. Yeah, did, you, did uh, it thanks. send you like a bunch of beer? Uh, I was I was uh, over in Delaware where they are based. So oh really, I you went there. Yeah, um, nice. I got to see the brewery and meet the team mm -hmm. I worked with, and also the founder of the brewery, and so I stuffed my suitcase full of beer on the way back, <laughs> um, and it survived. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but this this was also like I wanted to mention that early, like like my, or I mentioned it early, like I did those geek posters more or less for myself. I didn't care so much about selling them, mm -hmm. more about creating them, and they solely hired me because I did geek posters because the 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 founder is is. Um, it's very connected to music, so mm -hmm. they 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 do beers with like Grateful Dead or the Flaming Lips or mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. music is always been, been a part, a of, part of of their I don't know identity identity. Yeah. So they have this annu annual artist series, and they hire a gig poster artist. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know about the about the brewery before, but mm -hmm. then I saw what kind of artists they worked with, and I was really really happy that they. Uh, yeah, they chose uh, approach me. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Um, uh, yeah, that's really dope. That's really yeah. cool. And this is a like, uh, yeah, I don't know, call it luck or, or coincidence. Like, I never like I did these gig posters because of this urge or because I want to do it, and and then something like this comes yeah, along. Yeah, this is something you didn't weren't expecting. Which yeah, is, which is something that you wanted to do anyway, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah, and now I'm I'm. Uh, I'm, I've, they asked me again and again, and I did a bunch of designs for them. But yeah, I mean that's so awesome, man. Because not only is it um, a beer label, and it's something that you wanted to do already, but it's a beer label from another country, which could really has so many other artists to choose from within that country. Yeah, they are choosing you to, from Austria to to do their labels, which is it's super dope. That's sh that says a lot about you and your art and also their good taste I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome man yeah no no i'm i'm really happy and um something like why why this feel this this feels so uh, right for me like they came they approached me because of something i i wanted to do mm -hmm. and i didn't expect anything out of it mm -hmm more than these geek posters themselves yeah but in the beginning of being self-employed i i was approached by a lot of companies 
like they said, ah, we, we want you to contrib contribute some illustrations, but we can't pay you right mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. But there will be a project in the future where we will have a budget for. Yeah. And I, I took a couple of those jobs, mm -hmm. but I took them because I was expecting something beyond the actual job yeah. and not being down with the actual project. Mm -hmm. And so I tried to avoid that very... Or I don't do that anymore. Like yeah. doing something because you expect something else out of it, I, I don't do that anymore. Yeah, because I think this is a mistake for a lot of artists in the beginning to, to do stuff like that. And this. it's very understandable mm -hmm. because... Of course, you just yeah. want to get the work out there and you want to work with people and you, you're you excited people like your work and it's easy to be like, yeah, I'll do this, you know, I'm, doing, I'm drawing anyway, it's whatever. Then but then you could use, like looking back now, you could use, you could have used it I could have used that time to work on my own project that I really like. True, true. Uh, and I wouldn't have gotten any money <laughs> <laughs> as well. So Yeah, that's also true. Yeah. Do you ever text with people and then when they text you back, they don't know how to use the, pr the punctuation correctly? Like, you know what I mean by punctuation? You know, like yeah. Like, if, you, if you're excited, like, uh, just for example, I... I send my mom a message and because I'm I'm coming to visit them on 13th of December. Mm -hmm. I was like, hey, I'm I'm actually coming because I just realized now I could get my my visa stamp or whatever before I go. So I'm coming on the 13th. I can't wait to see you. I love you. You know, exclamation point. Can't wait. And then, but she doesn't know how to use punctuation well. Okay. So she'll just text me back like, I can't wait, <laughs> but with a period. <laughs> And no. I know she's excited, but with a period, for example, it, it, in my head, I hear, yeah, I can't wait. You know what I mean? Anyway, we can get it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a whole nother podcast. That's a whole like other podcast. Pun punctuation. Punctuation, <laughs> <laughs> punctuation podcast. Um, yeah. With Rob. With exclamation Rob. Exclamation point. <laughs> punkt. <laughs> exclamation point. How do you say exclamation point? Ausrufezeichen. That is too much of a word. <laughs> <laughs> what is uh, it again? Uh, Ausrufezeichen. Ausrufezeichen. <laughs> 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 it was very close. <laughs> In my head, it was close. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Native speaker. <laughs> Native speaker level. Almost there. <laughs> yeah, the Atakringer helps. Uh. I notice when I when I drink a little bit more, I can speak German pretty pretty <laughs> effortlessly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've had a lot of situations, of, especially within the last few years, where I have to have entire conversations in German, and um, I've survived those conversations and without embarrassing myself too much. So by keep staying silent. <laughs> <laughs> no, I speak in German. Oh, okay, sorry. Every once in that's one thing. If somebody was just talking to me in German, and I just sat there and just stared at them. I think it's a hard thing because, uh, like, people probably not excited, but they like to uh, talk in English to you. Yeah, once this in is a something I don't. I can understand in a way, but I, I'm not familiar with because I'm not excited to speak German. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're <laughs> not. Okay, not really. I mean. But if you would be forced to, or forced, if if you... No, I mean, I guess if I... Yeah, I don't know how to explain that. But you miss out on a lot of funny uh, Viennese Thank terms. Yes. So that's but also you miss out on a lot of funny English terms. 
or English jokes. But I understand that also. I'm missing out on a lot of. Yeah, I, I realize that too when I'm when I'm reading in German or if I'm watching a television series. Yeah. If I read your comic, for example, I'm sure there's a lot of slang in there that I don't understand fully. You know, that's not as doesn't reach me as it would like a an, an Austrian would. Yeah. <clears throat> But I'm okay with that. I've lived with that. I've lived with that now <laughs> six years. <laughs> but uh, that's just how it is. But that that was like like because with those wordless comics, I I can more or less they can be understood everywhere. Of course. Um, and unless you're blind. Yeah. Uh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. But but. <laughs> no. Maybe no. A braille, but <laughs> a braille comic. I don't know. I said I'm not making fun of blind people. It's horrible, but yeah, that's why I didn't. I didn't <laughs> react. I wasn't making fun. I'm just saying that no, you can't I, really enjoy it. No. And I can't. Ex I can't read it to a blind person. So thanks, thank you. <laughs> it's actually you that's actually discriminating here. <laughs> you made the one comic that no blind person could enjoy. <laughs> I, I get the feeling that I want to cut the the podcast after we are done here. So. No. <laughs> no. Saying, okay, go, go ahead with the with the slang. No, uh, <clears throat> yeah, usually I, I it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, usually I try to like make stuff being it's understood everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And with is El Herpes, like I, I, um, I didn't have like there are some jokes or uh, words that probably people don't understand or don't don't get, but that was intentionally like yeah, yeah it's okay if you don't. It's more of like an inside joke, but it's so funny. Yeah, it's uh, if you don't understand but the you, joke. Like you, I don't know if it's funny, but I I enjoyed <laughs> it myself. Like yeah. there are a lot of food related puns mm -hmm. and one is like Commissioner Gordon Bleu. <laughs> Gordon Bleu, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's Commissioner Gordon is from Batman. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and why I thought you you, you should know. Of course know I understood <laughs> that I understood. It was no yeah. I thought it was really clever and it like uh, that's why I also like these characters, these these two characters, because you could say they they kind of encompass your sense of humor, yeah. In a way, and it, they're they're like the ones who are not, yeah. They're they're the kind of, in a way, the comic relief in 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 the story. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, in such a serious story about about herpes and and uh, superhero <laughs> herpes. <laughs> the comic relief in a comical story. <laughs> in a comical story. <laughs> You're on the next level of comical. <laughs> you know what this comic needs. This funny comic needs. A comic relief. <laughs> Just to kind of help you come down from from the funniness of the <laughs> of the comic. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's really good. Uh, speaking of funny, this Pizzeria Disgusto book mm -hmm. that you did. This came out last year, right? Uh, no. 2018. No, 2017. 17? Yeah. I, yeah. Mm -hmm. No, really. Three years ago. Pretty, pretty exactly three years ah, ago. I think you're right. Yeah, because... I remember your exhibition at the at Rabbit Eye Movement. Mm -hmm. Yeah, with the pizza with the maggots and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, this was a really great exhibition, and the book was really great. And I think it's really funny. Thanks. What What was your inspiration behind this? Uh, obviously, pizza and pasta and Italian culture. Yeah, it's a, a mixture of um, 
uh, getting back to the isolation camp mm -hmm. I mentioned, mm -hmm. um, like there is a, a friend of mine who is an artist from Italy, and um, I don't speak Ita I don't speak I don't speak a single it word Italian, mm -hmm. but uh, having or being a little bit tipsy, I started to talk <laughs> to talk Italian, <laughs> and I yeah. came up with my own. Italian words, okay. probably surrounding spaghetti and pizza already. <laughs> um, that was one inspiration, like just coming up with words mm -hmm. um, that he understood, even yeah. if I didn't speak Italian. Um, another one was a, a friend of mine, he or uh, has a band or had a band called Bad Weed and they were obsessed with pizza somehow. And I did a, a, a poster with another friend of mine who, which involved pizza, so I, I, I think that was the first pizza I drew, and I, I really enjoyed drawing pizza, like just the drips and yeah, melted yeah. cheese, and just the act of drawing pizza I enjoyed, and so it it um, ah, and then I had a, one sketch in my one pun in my sketchbook that was also like related to Italian food, and somehow I I, I stuck with this topic. Mm -hmm. We started to make more, more and more, and <laughs> and probably I had ten or fifteen, and then I thought, okay, this. And first, it was like very organic, mm -hmm. like it they came to my mind, and yeah. then I really like was really like, um, uh, scientifically, mm -hmm. like writing <laughs> down Italian food, like uh -huh. kind of risotto, pasta, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So very yeah. So I, I put the work in it, mm -hmm. and then I had like forty or fifty pounds, and then <laughs> I thought this could become a book that's um, awesome. yeah that's cool and what i and then i i um, decided to do a kickstarter mm -hmm. a crowdfunding campaign mm -hmm. uh, which was also yeah a little bit like the podcasting idea it was a really big hurdle for me like mm -hmm. i have to address people personally mm -hmm. and, yeah. and ask them to give you money yeah and promote very actively my book mm -hmm. which i'm not so comfortable usually but mm -hmm. um but it, it was, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed doing it and also seeing the support from people. Like mm -hmm. it also made me feel a little bit more independent. Like, yeah. ah, cool, I can, I can pull off a, a project and people are uh, willing yeah. to support me. That's awesome. Yeah, it really, I want to do another one and yeah, yeah, but just don't have an idea yet. But that's awesome. I mean, you, you talk about not, uh, not feeling comfortable with starting a podcast, but to to run and successfully run a a, a campaign like that is mm -hmm. that's really difficult in my eyes. That's because you have to get the rewards and you have to set up everything before and have something that they're also interested in getting in. You know, at when they give you money, you know, in this. Yeah. So I can imagine that's a lot of work i mean not on, on top of making the book you also have to do all these rewards and everything and it make a video did you make a video for it yeah yeah, yeah. some friends helped me yeah. with the video yeah cool that that's it came out really great and the, the whole idea was really cool and um yeah you also did like you did some props also right it wasn't just the book i remember there was like a is there like a ravioli can or something? Mm, yeah. Stuff like this? yeah. Ah, that's also something like, yeah, I had this uh, for the exhibition at Rabbit Eye yeah, Movement. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I had this 
ingenious pun called ravioli where you see some <laughs> raving raviolis in a ravioli can and then i made a, a actual can out of it mm -hmm. this is also yeah like we talked before like yeah. uh, making this object this physical object yeah, yeah. and yeah, i so. i'm still uh, a little bit proud of that because yeah n nobody sees me right now but i have a mustache for i had it for a couple of years and mm -hmm. i i one reward in this Kickstarter campaign was a brush made out of my mustache. <laughs> oh yes, I remember that. <laughs> Fuck, I forgot about but that. Nobody awesome. bought it. Nobody bought it. No, but so it you was. still have it. Uh, no, I didn't make it. But oh, because okay, okay, yeah, you would have made it. Yeah, uh, and then uh, the exhibition came, and I thought, hey, I, I like the idea so much, <laughs> and then I, I made it, and it looks, it looks horrible. It looks <laughs> des desperate. <laughs> <laughs> but I uh, made it, yeah. So you have it. I have. And it's still available for purchase if somebody's interested. Yeah, but I got so attached to it. <laughs> <laughs> but it is you. It's you. Yeah, yeah. And they'll see your mustache, probably the digital version of you will have like a little 8 bit mustache, maybe. Ah, yeah. If, we're able, I, if, ah. if it all works out with, the, with the 8 bit, if I, I can get, yeah. yeah, if I can get Nino to, to get off his ass. Or and do some it's work. just a mustache and nothing else. That's also a good idea. And the mustache with a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like having comic relief in a funny comic. <laughs> I think we're on the right track. I think we've cracked the code. <laughs> yeah. Man. So is there a anything else that you can think of that you want to talk about? Maybe what's coming up in twenty twenty one that you want that you're excited about? Um uh, I think we covered everything. I, I would be excited about the um, post kick poster show mm -hmm. in at Wook. Is there anyone that 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 you that you want to have at the gig poster show that you haven't had there yet? Like most most of the time, it's it's European um, guest or is it? Yeah, unfortunately, in March there would be Guy Burwell, uh, um, um, an artist from from the US. Did you say unfortunately? Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> ah, <laughs> yeah, but you didn't let me finish my sentence. Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Unfortunately, Guy Burwell would have come <laughs> for to the Vienna yeah, for the in March, yeah, yeah, okay, gotcha. because he was traveling Europe, and then he would, uh, uh, all right. yeah, so that's... He would have stopped by. Yeah. Uh, next year, maybe you can... Maybe, it, it, yeah, it's it's too early to tell. Mm -hmm. I'm, um, like, for me, this is, like, I have been invited to to other um, exhibitions in Europe where where people made the effort to invite artists, uh, or for example, me. Yeah. And for me, this is a little bit like, ah, cool, we c hopefully can give back a little bit of that, like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. organizing a show in Vienna. And, yeah. and uh, like we want to have live screen printing and lectures so mm -hmm. people can al also look a little bit behind the scenes of kick posters yeah, yeah yeah hopefully that will uh work out in 2021 or the year after or the year after that yeah i think next year i think we're looking pretty good i think um yeah <coughs> yeah i think in spring we're 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 back in business i'm hoping uh with the vaccine kind of getting shipped out and pushed out i mean by the time people hear this they might already be on the vaccine and be like what are they talking about what is this 
Actually, what happened last year? They're 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 listening to your podcast <laughs> at the Apreshi, <laughs> getting their place in Ishkel, yeah, <laughs> getting their vaccine, <laughs> getting a drinking from a bucket of sangria <laughs> with twenty <laughs> strangers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I can't wait till we could do this again. Yeah, no, like like this is something. If it happens next year, great. If it happens in two years also great so mm. it's it's nothing yeah. that has an expiry date yeah. but, but but next year what what is your what, what are you planning to do for next year obviously you want to finish the comic it's the comic that yeah. i'm yeah because i'm always i already feel very bad that like uh one reason i put out this uh single issues is like that uh, i don't have to stress about the big book and be a little bit more relaxed but also that it only makes sense if there is a another one coming another yeah. one coming and it's this year went over yeah so quickly yeah, so yeah. it's almost a year since I, I i released that and i feel so bad to yeah but yeah, it happens but you're not the only one that's ever done no, that you're not yeah. going to be the last one and i think it's it's cool because also you you gave some time for it to breathe like a like a red wine, you know? And, <laughs> and, now, and now when the second issue comes, it's going to be like, hmm, this is really, this is perfect. This yeah. Is perfect. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I'm just helping you out. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, Thanks for I motivating no <laughs> I have no idea. But yeah, yeah. I think uh, I'm looking forward to the next issue, even though, uh, I mean, I understood this one in yeah. German. I will probably read it a few times um, just because... I want to see how much more I can I can understand from it, you know. And um, you learn a lot about uh, about herpes and and the whole uh, food inspector uh, jobs, yeah. Um. <laughs> no, I'm 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 super excited. Like, uh, also mentioned before, like there is a lot of doubt coming into this. Like, what what did I think about? having a superhero with super herpes this yeah. is so ridiculous <laughs> and there's a lot of doubt involved but now that it's out there mm -hmm. i'm very excited to bring the story forward yeah um yeah i'm beyond this point of embarrassment or pro yeah yeah <laughs> a procrastination yeah yeah i think we're ready for it man we're ready for the <laughs> second issue <laughs> and like a friend of mine he he um, he supported the comic or bought the comic and then he posted it online and he his caption was like viral times need viral heroes <laughs> and i i love that that slogan uh yeah that's a, yeah that's a great slogan i think it works perfectly for the in this yeah. case awesome man yeah but cool well thanks for coming by and thanks uh, talking for inviting yeah. yeah it was really fun man and i really enjoy everything you're doing i think a lot of people can learn like um about the art business or being self-employed and, and in this kind of job uh, from people like you that, that have been doing it for, I don't know, so long already and, and have kind of taken the ups and downs and kind of twists and turns of the of the industry. So thanks for sitting down and talking about it. And uh, yeah, it was really, it was a lot of fun, man. It was really cool. cool. Yeah, likewise. And when you thanks have so the next one out and you want to promote it, you're welcome to come back and we Ooh. can do another one and, and talk. We just have a, a short one just talking about the comic and we'll put that out and yeah, and if anybody wants to find you online, um, do you want to plug your your website or your Instagram and all these important things? Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. My website is uh, michaelhacker.at. 
or in English, michaelhacker.at. And on Instagram, and I think on Facebook as well, you can find me at michaelhackerillustration. Yeah, that's Good. Um, do you remember the movie in the, was it early 2000s or in the 90s? Remember Jurassic Park? <laughs> no. <laughs> do you remember Hackers, the movie Hackers? Uh, with Keanu Reeves? No. Was it Keanu Reeves? No. no, I don't think so. No, I've ne nev ne I never saw, saw it. it. It's a movie about your life. No, <laughs> 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 I was just I was just wondering if you if when that came out you were like they made a movie about my family. God damn it! How dare they hack us? <laughs> no, <laughs> I didn't. It's a good movie actually. Isn't I really there like a, it. a a movie called Michael with John Travolta? Is it where the Michael is a young kid? <laughs> we shouldn't talk about. No, no, Michael is the an angel. angel. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, no. You can watch. You can have a viewing party, and the first one is M Michael, <laughs> and the second one is hackers. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just I'm just putting it out there for your next exhibition, maybe. Yeah, for Come for the seven seven uh, seven a.m. <laughs> viewing of Michael, and the seven p.m. viewing of hackers. <laughs> I don't know, just putting it out there. You don't, know. You don't have to take it or leave it. Let's see. Thanks again, man, thank, thanks for coming by. And yeah, uh, we'll talk again soon. You know? Cool. Okay. Thanks, Rob. to your jokes when you say ah did you send clients your dick pics <laughs> <laughs> just just pretend that I don't hear yeah. them <laughs> and being all serious and then I just keep going with the conversation <laughs> I don't know how this will how this will uh, uh, no I think it's great to keep it going I yeah. think it's, it's, it's better when, when you don't you know, just, I just just let Rob <laughs> put in <laughs> <his> dick jokes <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs>